Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. The next KCJJ Radio Auction happens this Friday morning beginning at 6. For a list of items, see our website at 1630kcjj.com. Hawkfanatic.com is brought to you by Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln in Iowa City, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Steve Anderson and Company, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, Suple Siding Remodeling with GT Car, Morning, morning. 1-800-800-ROSE and Hawkeye Courier, Midtown Family Restaurants, two locations in Iowa City. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, Catalyst and RV, Premier Automotive, The Oxyoke Inn, Players Sports Bar and Grill, Streets Maintenance, Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, Dr. Lance Forb and Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and Bumps Restaurant. Filling in for Captain Steve on this end, I am Tommy Lang. Uh, Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com is here, and we have a guest today. Do we, Pat? Tom Suter. Hi. Yeah. I forgot, hey, I forgot hey. to tweet it. Yeah, I hey, heard, that was good. You were going to tweet that. I heard you say that the other day. That I thought that was, yeah. Our You're special our, guest, that Tom was Michael funny. Suter. Our special guest. Yeah, yeah we planned funny. that for a couple days now. That there was good. Go. There you go. Back from Florida. It was a long stay. For you or for the relatives? Probably all of us. Okay. Yeah, I've, no, I've had it, vacations like it, that. It was long, but three it was weeks. good. Almost well, three weeks. four days to get down visiting people on the way down and three days to get back. Oh, you made some stops on the way down? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. get it. And we don't drive straight through like we did when no. we were 20. No. You know? <laughs> to Florida? No. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it is a long drive, but it was, uh, oh, no, it was very relaxing. It was fun. Was it humid? Wait. It was humid? Not, no. Really? Not really. Still uh, a little early, but that's... Although I remember May was very humid in Florida when I was there. I will say that 10 of the 13 days that we were on the beach were very nice, and three of them not so much. But we were able to sit out on our porch and listen to the Suter Manless show last Saturday. Suter off the, Saturdays. Suter. So did you listen to the station every day while no, you were no, down there? No, no, uh, Good, good. I just, I... Some were better than others. We did, well, I imagine. Yesterday's show, I thought was great. Our bonus show. I don't even remember. Oh, it was a gambling show, gambling basically. Show. The gambling show. Yeah, we show. talked about the gambling stuff. Yeah, we did a dope bonus. Yeah, a few things happened while you were gone. Uh, the <laughs> gambling thing. So you, uh, there's, is anything actual concrete news coming out about that? 
Or is oh, yeah. it? Stu- I, mean, I mean, 26 student athletes in multiple sports are being investigated for online gambling. But no names per well, se. Unfortunately, Mr. Keaton, Suter, could you kick his microphone up a little bit? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I got to be Steve him. now. Okay. Unfortunately for him, Keaton Anthony's name has been drugged into it because he hasn't been playing. And mm-hmm. when asked why he wasn't playing, Iowa put out the statement last Friday saying because there's an investigation going gotcha. on. But they didn't mention any of the gambling stuff, but obviously that's part of it. And then 15 at Iowa State, so 41 student athletes. But the Gaming Commission has come out and said that no games were jeopardized, no games involving Iowa or Iowa State where they think there was any suspicious wagering. I think it's just student athletes just, like we were talking about, just betting, Playing on their apps. Playing on their apps. Betting on their apps. Well, betting on their apps. Probably, and you know, those sites are advertising everywhere. But those sites are also the ones, according to one of our callers yesterday, they're probably the ones who turned them in. Because those sites have to be very careful uh-huh. what they do. They don't want to get in trouble. Right. And this caller yesterday, was he from North Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah, um, Outer Banks, Sam he, Walker. Because I had oh, said, Sam, I go, man, yeah. I, I go, I'd love to find out where this happened, where and how this came to be. Because Keaton Anthony played last Tuesday. He didn't play on Friday. So between Tuesday and Friday, something, something. happened. And yeah. this guy called in and said he's guessing that one of the app companies probably alerted the gaming commission. As to what was going on. Yeah, because it's not a common name. And if you saw the name Keaton Anthony on the thing, you go, wait a minute, that the guy who plays baseball because he's having a great year. You know, he's yeah, I, that I don't know. I, I mean, I, he is having a great year, but I bet you there's a lot of people in Iowa City that have never heard of Keaton Anthony, too. No, so, true, too. For sure. But I don't know how it came to be, but this guy says he, these app companies have to be very careful about this stuff, and they, they're very diligent about you know trying to keep everything above board and what have you. So, And then how what you think about gambling, not like I say, my – Opinions kind of change a little bit. At first, I was like, what's the big deal if they're just betting on other sports? But then Tommy brought up some good points. I mean, you don't know how things can be connected. Some, there's rumors that they were betting on the women's Final Four stuff. Well, like Tommy said, what if somebody on the baseball team dates somebody on the girls' basketball or women's basketball that's team? That's that they, information. They may have inside information. That's right. So that's why I think the NCAA is like no gambling whatsoever. We don't care if it's legal in your state. You can't gamble. You can't play fantasy sports. Anything involving money you can't do. And these athletes, it sounds like we're doing it. So we'll see how severe it is. I mean, it's already been pretty severe for Keaton Anthony. He's already missed a whole Big Ten series. Yeah. Now, if it's um, just a case of people under 21 – uh, gambling, um, that's what a misdemeanor. Keaton Anthony's 21. He's 21. He is? Okay. Yeah. I, it's not against the law. I mean, I, I, this, I, they're, they're not, I don't think they're being investigated by authorities. From, they're being well, investigated. the Gaming Commission, but I don't know what. But they, I don't think like the Iowa City. Do you think the no, Iowa City no, Police? No, it's not are, a criminal. Yeah, no, there's no, I don't think there's anything criminal uh-huh. going on. Yeah. But, um, but we'll see. Like I said, this is all kind of new, new territory for everyone. Never seen this before. It is, no. And uh, who would have thought that there might be questions about gambling on college athletics come up? Well, that's the thing. We don't know they're gambling on college athletics. It sounds like they've been making bets on, like, pro sports and stuff. Uh Yeah. Because it's not like the Alabama situation, which, unfortunately, I just saw the AP article tied it in, said, oh, there's also the Alabama coach, but he was gambling on his own team. Yeah. To lose. To lose, yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean that's obviously different than <laughs> that's, I'm playing yeah. And I've made yeah, I've made earth. a point not to include the Alabama stuff in anything I've written about Iowa because I just don't think that's a fair connection right I, now. I took it right. out. I mean, I just I mean, the Action Network. I get what they're doing. I mean, you know, they're national. They got you know they don't care about Iowa anymore. They care about they're they're a national site that specializes in gambling and conference expansion. I saw they Brett McMurphy from the. Action Network had a story today uh, citing unnamed sources that the Big Ten, and this does not surprise me at all, that the Big Ten is going to drop its rule that you have to play at least one 
non-conference Power 5 opponent in football. They're dropping it because I'm guessing the coaches and the ADs are all whining about how tough the league's getting with USC. So now Iowa, if they didn't want to, they wouldn't have to play Iowa State anymore. And But the thing is, I get all that, but I don't also – if they – let's say they start playing 10 conference games or nine – do you want to do you want to have the two non-conference games just crap teams coming in? I don't want that either. But I think they're saying we got to get wins somewhere. Yeah. And but they're gonna. It sounds like they're gonna drop that requirement about having to play one power five. And I am not surprised by that at all. It's well, gonna. The other thing is, I, I mean, didn't even know that was a rule. Quite mm-hmm. often, you schedule the games so far in advance that some of the non-conference games you don't know how good somebody's gonna be. No, but that. I think you're gonna start seeing a lot of these power five teams just playing a couple warm-up acts. Yes, I think you're right. To then they go and try to withstand the the conference because if you're playing nine and ten games and it's just basically the non-conference schedule is getting to the point where it's going to be meaningless. Yes, I think that's what's happening. Well, it's yeah, it's a little bit like that now for a lot of the Let games. Me see and, what, look, look. and it's interesting the SEC, you know, they just beat each other up all year long. Great competition, and then long about the ninth or tenth week, they have an absolute cupcake. Yeah, that they play. They the all Big play like strong. right second to last week of the season. Yeah, usually, they play like Citadel or something. The Big always Ten is strongly considering removing its requirement for league teams to play a Power Five non-conference team starting in 2024. Sources told the Action Network, <laughs> Big Ten teams should also be allowed to continue scheduling football championship subdivision opponents. Sources said, so, "Let's see, also would be allowed to continue scheduling football champ." So, you might see a lot more Iowa versus you and I. And what have you. In in 2024, the Big Ten grows to a 16-team league with the additions of USC and UCA. Although the league's scheduling format has not been officially determined, the Big Ten is expected to continue with a nine-game league schedule unless something crazy happens, a source said. I don't know what something crazy Whatever that is. is. If the change is made, Big Ten teams could still schedule games against Power 5 non-conference opponents, but it would no longer be required. I'm guessing Iowa will still keep playing Iowa State. But let's say they do, but they start suffering a little bit in conference play. Could you ever see the point where Iowa says, you know, we can't, we can't afford to play Iowa State anymore because it's hard enough trying to win games in the league now that USC's here? It'll be interesting to see how, that, how the Iowa-Iowa State series withstands this changing landscape. But I also don't want to have two games a year where, okay, you got Iowa versus – I mean, I know – the South Dakota State and the North Dakota State games were both – they lost one. Extremely and Those games shouldn't be competitive. No. Under most normal circumstances, they shouldn't be competitive. And it, it, it'll be unfortunate if, if the non-conference schedule basically just turns into – morphs into just almost like a preseason training. You know, and I play these two games, yeah, they're going to count, but we really haven't – because I could even see them playing maybe not the best – FCS type teams, maybe even maybe. Well, if we're going to play an FCS team, let's let's don't risk North Dakota State. Let's play these guys. Let's play the guys that North Dakota State pounds. beats fifty-two to three, and then we can use that as a warm-up act. Get everybody involved. Get at least two wins before we go into conference play. That's what I think eventually is going to happen. And to me, that doesn't that's not better for the game. No, it isn't. So our other conference this year are Utah State, Iowa State, and Western Michigan, and Western Michigan. Two games that they should win easily. And I know Western Michigan's beaten them before, but the times Western Michigan's beaten them, Iowa wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. For, and one was Kirk's second year. The 07 one was that was a pretty good Western, but that was not a very good Iowa team. Oh, that was such they were six a and six. miserable ass game. Yeah, that was not honest a good, to God. That, that was, was not a good Iowa team. So I think I got really drunk at that game. Did you? Was that the Western Michigan, the end of the year game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they, a lot of Jaegermeister at the Magic Bus for that game. Were, were they, they needed it. Not light beer. 
A light beer and the Jaeger. You're using the light beer to wash down the Jaeger bombs. Yeah. 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 Okay. That, that was one liver ago for me. Is that what a Jaeger bomb? You think Jaegermeister had a lot to do with Jaeger, your liver? Oh, yeah. Jaegermeister in Red Bull is a oh. Jaeger bomb. You just, boom, I've, down it. I've had Jaegermeister. I've never had Red Bull. I've never had an energy drink. I will say the best tailgate I ever had, and probably not a great thing to drink with a fellow with a little bit of high blood pressure, but we went to Michigan. This was back in 2004, and we had driven all night, so we were just exhausted. And ran into some friends uh, on the golf course there at Michigan where most of the tailgates take place. They had uh, Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, that's another one. And I, you know, I could just crawled up to get as exhausted, knocked back a couple of those babies, and I was flying. Yeah, I've had that too. Oh, my God. Was your heart pumping fast? A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. yeah. I've never had Red Bull, but I've heard that it does the trick if that's what, if you're looking it to does. be energized. I used to drink it all the time, and my cardiologist said stop. Yeah, I think your <laughs> cardiologist was on to something, and I didn't need to talk to my doctor about it because I figured, you know, if you can go all night and you're exhausted and you have one of these babies and you feel perfect, something ain't right. Did you ever drink Red Bull with Jägermeister? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the Jägerbomb. That's a Jägerbomb? That's okay. the Jägerbomb, yeah. All right. Yeah, I've had I've had a couple shots of Jägermeister, and if I remember, they it, they were it was cold. Do you keep it, it should cold? be cold. It should it be needs in the freezer. To be ice cold. I remember it was ice cold, and I do remember washing it down with like a moose head or something because it, it was it gross. It needs to be ice cold, and it tastes like cough medicine. Ted Supel calls it deer's blood. It was it was disgusting. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello. Speaking well, of Jägermeister, uh, Red Bull give you wings. Yes, yeah, I sure did. How many Jaeger bombs can you down at once, Karn? Me. I don't even drink. Oh, okay. Well, then that'd be zero. <laughs> so it'd be zero. So I don't. I don't put any of them down. <laughs> are you? Are you mobile today? Um, you sound like you're on the move. No, I'm in my car, ready to go into my church group. Oh, okay. Ah. But I just, I just wanted to call and ask, um, these athletes are they going to be terminated? I mean, are they never going to be able to play again, or what? We don't, don't know. know. I guess it would depend on exactly what they did. But. Yeah, but I doubt it, but we don't know. Nobody nobody knows. Yeah. Okay. And Suderman, it's nice to have you back. Well, it's it's, it's nice to be back, Karen. Good to hear your voice. And, uh, yeah, it is. It's good to be back. I missed, missed everything. And, and also, the Cardinals are not supposed to be very good this year, but they've beaten the, the uh Cubs twice at their own place. So what else is new? I logged into Twitter last night right before bed, and every tweet was about firing Ross. Well, Fire Ross. They're 5-12 and 12 in their last 17 Fire games. Fire Ross. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they need to get need to get some hits. They do, their offense just isn't moving. Well, hadn't the Cardinals going into this series lost like eight straight? Oh, they lost a lot of yeah. them. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Contreras, Contreras, when he came back, he kind of made a fool of himself, showing, yeah, I need a hit. People yeah. kind of wanted to shoot him, but. Might <laughs> no, be a bit harsh. A little harsh. <laughs> Taunting his old team. Anyway, anyway, so they aren't sure about the gambling yet. No, because we don't know what the charges are, so we can't even. I mean, I'll be, if there are criminal charges, which we don't even know if that's the case. It, it doesn't yeah. NCAA violations certainly. Yes, it looks like, but the severity of it we don't know yet. Okay, well you guys have a good day. Thanks, Karen. 
So, yeah, I mean, we don't have any idea what the penalties are going to be because we don't know what the infractions are. Yeah. Yeah, we're, it's all speculation at this yeah. point. Although I think they've said it, they, they don't believe the outcomes of games were affected. Yeah, they've already said that. Yeah. The, gaming so, commission, the ones doing the investigating have said they don't believe there was any suspicious wagering activity involving Iowa or Iowa State sporting events, meaning the athletes involved were not betting on sports associated they with They were involved schools. in, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. And that, to me, that's of course, would be the most Huge. serious yeah. of things. If it's just athletes betting on sports, I mean... The thing is, though, with what they've done with Keaton Anthony, I mean, you can't – the baseball players, just because they're in season, they're missing a lot. I mean – And so what about the track and field guys? I, we, well, it's hard to say with track and field because they don't have near as much competition. They don't compete here. And lots of times they go to meets and half the team doesn't compete. That's half, right. It's just hard. It's, so you can't really narrow it down. And my guess is if you went and asked the track people – to single out, they're not going to mention who the athletes are. Sure. I think they've been told to. I mean, nobody from Iowa is commenting right now. I mean, the Board of Regents released that statement. Iowa released a statement involved, saying everything on the surface, but there was no details about who it is, what they've done, or whatever. And I think that's where we are right now. And I think that's where we'll be until the next step is when they announce their findings and what the penalties are going to be. And at that time, will there be specific names? Probably that I don't we know. don't know. I'm, I don't. I, I like I said, we've never done this before. Yeah, yeah. I just feel bad for Keaton Anthony because he's the one that's been kind of hung out to dry because it's in season. He's the star on the baseball team. There's supposedly three other baseball players that have, that have been missing, but there's been nothing really written about them. I know one pitcher was mentioned in a story. I can't remember who wrote it, but Keaton Anthony's the one name because he didn't play last Friday, and the media that was there asked why he didn't play. And that's when the university released that two-sentence statement saying there's an investigation yep. going on. So you knew right away Keaton Anthony was part of this thing, and now that he's now one of 26, but we don't know who the, none of the other 25 have been singled out or verified, and I kind of I feel for him because he's kind of riding this wave by himself. Yeah, and any of the other players, like for basketball or football, who right. are suspended, you're going to miss a non-conference game. You'll miss we don't know. State. We don't know. I, I mean, mean, if there's a suspension. Okay, how is that fair that a basketball player misses one non-conference when Keaton Anthony's already missed three like Big, Big Ten, Ten games, series, a yeah. full series? I mean... It's, and then you get one game for an OWI. Yeah. And then he's already missed three games while this investigation goes on. I, I've, of, I've often thought that the OWI suspension was a little light. I think more than one game would be better for – I think OWI should probably miss two games, but maybe I'm wrong on that case. But, I mean, it's just – is gambling on sports worse than driving drunk? I don't think so. I don't either. If you're an athlete playing a sport – a specific sport and betting on that sport. But is that worse than driving drunk? Um, oh, I think they're both not good. <laughs> I think they're both not good, but I mean, but, I, I think probably driving drunk is probably a little more dangerous. I think yeah. it probably is, but if you are a person that is monitor, monitors sports or makes your living on sports, I would think point shaving would be the about the most serious thing that could happen. Oh, that is the most serious thing in gambling that could happen, but yeah. I still don't think that's worse than driving drunk, is what I'm saying. I mean, I think it's bad, but I mean, I, I mean, no one's going to die from it unless you get, you know, well, maybe you not snuffed. do any of them. Well, in this any of particular that. case, well, that's easy to say. Sure. I mean, we're talking NCAA violation versus a legal situation, mm-hmm. though, too. Right. And it looks like they're it, it looks like point shaving has been removed from yeah. the equation. Yes. yes, it does. So that's so it's something less severe than that is where we are right now. And but and I'm just I'm, I'm just using the OWI as an example because you get one game for an OWI football players. 
I mean, basketball players, they usually get, when they get OWI, it's a one-game suspension. Mm -hmm. Keaton Anthony's already missed three for an investigation, and he hasn't, we don't even know what he's been accused of yet, and he's already missed a whole Big Ten series. So they must have a lot of information to do this. And it's well, he just, might miss another series well, too. I wouldn't surprise me if he didn't if yeah. he doesn't play this weekend. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if he shows up on Friday. I mean, they play this is a big series against Michigan State. That's here, right? Yeah, yeah. Here and then they finish the regular season at Northwestern. They play Illinois Chicago next Tuesday. That's their. They don't have a midweek game this week because it's finals week. Did they uh, beat us this year? Was beat that them down? fourteen to three? Yeah. yeah, they killed them. So I'm guessing Iowa's going to want some revenge from that and. And well, you gotta keep, you gotta you can't lose these mid these midweek games because these midweek games can come back to haunt you when you got the selection committee trying to decide if you should get into the tournament. Uh-huh. Let's take this call. Hello. Hey, uh, no, I thought I think I just seen something about a doubleheader: men's and women's side of basketball, Wells Fargo Arena, in like December. Have you heard anything about that? I uh, um I haven't. Where did you see it? Probably Twitter. Uh, I think it was like twenty four seven talk twenty four seven or something like that. Uh-huh. I did. I did. Let me. See, I haven't. I haven't seen. I'll check my emails. I haven't seen anything. No, that'd be a fun, uh, fun day. Yeah. So would it be uh, Iowa versus Iowa or Drake or Iowa State or who? Oh, a men's no, women's doubleheader. Huh? Didn't you say a men's women's doubleheader? Yeah, men's women's doubleheader. So like uh, the women play first, I think, according, and then uh, the men play. Oh yeah, I wouldn't surprise me if they do stuff. I haven't. I got no email from Iowa. And I here we no... go, right here. Uh, David Eichholt reports that Iowa men's and women's basketball hosting a doubleheader Saturday, December sixteenth at Wells Fargo against two. Official yeah. announcement expected soon. So we don't know who ah. we're playing. It doesn't say yet. <laughs> Hopefully, it's December. halfway. That's early season, so I mean, I get. I don't know. Oh, it, it, uh, it would be non. It would be non-conference opponents. Oh, obviously. certainly. Yeah. So. But... Yeah. So yeah, no. All right, that's all. all right. I mean, I, I, all right. I, I, thanks. I think that's fine. I, mean, I think that's something. a great oh, idea. I, do too. I think it's something. It all depends on who the opponents are going to be, though. Too. I've I mean, always felt playing games in other parts of the state is is good. It gets the fan interest in, like a Des Moines, for example. In this case, what if you played a couple games in Sioux? Well, they Sioux Falls. Well, oh, they've did. done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people in that part of the state, people love they it. enjoyed it. And that was what at the Pentagon, yeah, the, the yeah the Pentagon, or Pentagon or whatever, and that doesn't hold near as much as Wells right. Fargo, no. But a lot on how much they draw. Now Caitlin's going to draw wherever she goes. Yeah. My guess is they're doing this to let her play in front of her home crowd. Oh, too. Yeah, I thought of that. That's a good you point. know, and well, they play a, at Drake, but yeah, that, that's a um, that's a good idea to do that because the men don't play at Drake. The men don't play in Des Moines anymore. Well, Iowa and Drake point. had a uh, the women had a heck of a game last year as overtime. Yeah, and we barely won that game, as I recall. I think yeah, I think you're right. That was a tight one. And the Drake's point guard was just terrific. But for me, how interesting it's going to be depends on who they play. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, if they're playing just like Savannah State and Des Moines, Morningside. I mean, who you know <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I mean, you get Creighton in there now. You got some interest. Oh, if it was Creighton, that would be great. Something like Creighton, or I mean, I I don't think Lisa would do that. Do you? Oh. Well, no, I'm talking about the men. Oh, okay. The men playing Creighton would be good. That would be That'd be, be good. tough for the men. I mean, I don't think they want to do this thing and have it be something where it could end up being a, a, not a – the men would have trouble beating Creighton. I mean, Creighton's oh, a better – Oh, for sure. They're, yeah. better, they're just a better team right now. And so I just – like I said, I, the thing didn't say who the opponent was. No. So um, my guess is it'll be coming out because um, some so – that happens every once in a while when I was getting ready to release some – 
something. Some people in the media sometimes beat them to it. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't heard anything about this. But I also haven't been looking much either. And I'm not seeing... But no, I still don't see anything from Iowa. Maybe we'll get something before the. So I mean, do they are they saying opponent to be determined or just nothing? Just well, Iowa scheduled a men's women doubleheader. Well, my guess Moines, is what he just uh, read said they just don't know who it is. Yeah, they're yeah. just hearing that they're going to play there, but they don't know who the opponent is. A source informed twenty four seven Sports to be hosting a doubleheader on December sixteenth. That's a Saturday. That's yeah, all. It says. Which is. Um, and source, who's the game against? God, so. yeah, that, source. Would that be the same? When's the Big Ten championship game? Football. I think it's. Two Is it a weeks week before be- that, or, or two, two weeks? Before two weeks that. before that. Two weeks before that. Yeah, it's usually the first. Isn't it usually the first Saturday in December? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm all for anything to get more exposure statewide. And what have you. But I think a lot of this, though, if, it's, if the women are involved, too, is letting Caitlin play. Well, I think that's great, yeah. Letting Caitlin play in her hometown. Because, like I said, I, know some, I don't think she's coming back for her fifth year. I'd be surprised if she did. That's just my gut feeling. I don't have anything to um, – let's see. I'm trying to see. God, and, you know, that Kim Mulkey at LSU, man, what a Stockpiling. team she's got going. Yeah. Wow, wow. It's like the beat. Let's beat Caitlin Clark Club. Got all the, the all, all the players who couldn't beat her in the regular season have to join LSU. Well, yeah, and LSU beat Iowa pretty convincingly yeah, with sure the lineup they have. Already. but sometimes this stuff can backfire too. Sure, I you mean, get all these stars together. And you think that's ma- gonna make Angel Reese happy? It depends on. I don't. It depends on how many shots she gets. It depends on how she feels. If she, you worry about some athletes feeling they're being disrespected by the presence of others, I mean that. What's her name? Nashia. The girl from Bradley, that girl's probably used to taking 20, 30 shots a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haley Van Liss used to taking 15, 20 shots a game. They may not get all those shots there. Just because you get all these star players doesn't mean it's going to work. That's going to be it. But I will say, Mulkey has a good history of making it work. Yes, she does. Whether you like her or not, she can coach. Well, that much is certain. You don't win as many games as she has without being able to coach. So my question, and I've always wondered this, and Izzo gets by with this, all the freaking time. But Kim Mulkey was on the court for three quarters of the championship game. There was even a play where the referee ran into her while she was on the court, and they didn't they didn't tee her up. Were well, you about why to don't swear? They? Were you about to swear? Uh, maybe. I heard enough. Okay. But I didn't. No, you didn't. You've been off for a while. I understand. Yeah. It's understandable. you got to get back into it. So why... Why do they let her get by with that? Why do they let those coaches get by with that? I, I, have no I, I don't idea. understand it. I don't get it either. Don't understand it. Wait, I was distracted. What are you saying? Why is it okay for Kim Mulkey to spend three quarters of the game literally on the court, not yeah. on the sidelines, yeah. but on the court, and they don't call anything? Well, they say the same about Izzo. I don't know. I, I guess. I, I don't know, but, you know, I, I mean, had Iowa won that game, I don't think we'd be complaining about Kim Mulkey on the court. I think – yeah, but I get what you're saying. There does seem to be a double standard. Um, but, I mean, sometimes we're talking it's a matter of one or two feet, too. Lisa stands up a lot, and she's, there's times where she's got a foot on the court. She's okay. not as far out on the court as Mulkey is, though. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't get too wrapped up in that stuff. Let's I mean, go that, to the phone. Hello? Hi. Um, going back the other story i think there is an article in the iowan that names all four baseball players yeah one of them is one of them is jacob henderson and i don't know who the other two are and here's the pitcher yeah i'm just on two two catchers 
I'm just uncomfortable naming them because they have. I mean, Keaton Anthony's easy to name because we asked about him. Yes. I'm just uncomfortable naming the other guys without confirmation. I'm just because they're not there. Sure. Just because they're not there at those games doesn't mean that they're part of this thing. It probably does mean that, but it's dangerous to just throw that we'll out assume. there because maybe one of them been sick or we just don't. Unless maybe. Maybe someone from Iowa baseball told them off the record, yeah, it's these guys. I don't know. I'm just uncomfortable using names until Anthony you have to use because they were asked about him and they yes. responded. Yes, That's my only problem mm-hmm. with that. But, you know, um, sure. Jacob, who are the other two? You said two catchers? I, I just remember their catchers. I don't remember their names. Okay, because okay. their starting catcher is Cade, Mo- Cade Moss. Is well, still- you don't have a lot of catchers. That's not good if two of them are gone. Well, Cade Moss is still playing, isn't he? He hasn't missed any games. He's know. their starting I catcher. I just remember reading the article and it named four. Yeah, well, I've seen Henderson's name in an article too. I can't yeah. remember who else yeah. had it. That was the only other one. But like I said, I've not named, I've not named the other ones just because it's without confirmation. It's hard, yeah. hard to do that. But soon, but it didn't name any of the football players. And see, that's the other thing. I feel bad for the baseball. Thanks players. for the call, by the way. I yes. feel bad for the baseball players because they keep being singled out because they're in season. But meanwhile, the other, the other twenty-two athletes, we don't know anything about. And no names out of Iowa State either that, that I've seen. I haven't seen any names Uh-oh. for Iowa State. I've just seen what sports are involved. And I don't know if we'll ever see the names on this stuff. I, I, like I said, nobody really knows how this is going to play out because this is all new. Yeah, I mean, I would think they would release a statement. They'd have to release statements saying names but because if they're going to be suspended, people are going to figure it out. You know, if people are missing games with no explanation. And I think I will go out on a limb and say, this has happened other places other than Iowa and Iowa State. Oh, no, that's... Oh, without yeah. question. And I've read stuff saying they think this is going to blow up. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is like the racial stuff. Because I remember no. we all said the same thing. All this will blow up, and mm-hmm. it didn't. But this, to me, is different. Yeah. I yeah. will be surprised if they... I'm actually surprised we haven't seen anything from you and I, to be honest with you. And um, But, no, I will be shocked if this doesn't go beyond the Iowa border. Because, yeah. I t- mean, what would be the odds of that? You know, that's No pun ridiculous. intended, yeah. I will no pun say, intended, Tommy. I will say, yeah, it's going to be Iowa, Iowa State are getting a lot of publicity right now for the wrong, re- wrong reasons. I mean, it was a lead story yeah. on CNN. It's all over the place. Gambling in Iowa. Yeah. You know, so, and like I said, it, we AP need just more, has a picture of Kinnick Stadium. Gambling in college sports. We need more information, though, before we can really start saying for sure or – it's just hard to form opinions on this with having such spotty information. Yeah. We don't know what they did. There's a, it could be a wide range of things that they've done. But we do know that they haven't done the most severe thing, at least according to the organization that's doing the investigation, right. the Iowa Gaming Commission. This has so, been a solid beginning of the program. It has. There's been no, no nonsense with you back. No digression. No. You're hard-eyed right. sports. You're running through. Take a break. Let's take a break. Take our first break. We'll be back with HawkFanatic.com on the Mighty 1630. KCJJ. It's that simple. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks. We want them all. At Dairy Ford in Iowa City. If you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we'll pay top market value for your trade. If you've got a trade, you've got a deal. 0% financing available. Plus huge discounts on over 60 new vehicles in stock. So bring us your trade and we want them all. Dairy Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at DairyFord.com. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pregame and postgame destination for all Iowa sporting events. 
Bump's restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked, juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, Barbecue, Burgers, and Beer. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember, hi folks, Justin Roberts, your adventure forecast calls for great deals at Kettleson RV. The countdown to camping is on, and you'll save with big deals from our top manufacturers, like Grand Design, Highland Ridge, the brand new Forest River Ozark, and the little Bushwhacker Teardrop. Save thousands of dollars on select new and used RVs, but hurry in, because savings this hot won't last forever. Spring means a big deal, and the forecast calls for adventure at Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, just off I-380 Boyson Road exit, always online at Kettleson. RV.com. All right. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. 
Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Your life is always changing, and a lot of things can affect how and what you save. So a good retirement plan changes with your life. At Wells Fargo Advisors, we believe conversation leads to financial clarity. So start a conversation today. Wells Fargo Advisors, together we'll go far. For information locally, call 338-3799 or 866-217-2369 or stop by 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201, Coralville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog. An all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. KCJJ Weather. Brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. Partly cloudy and pleasant today. We'll get to a high of 78 this afternoon. The wind out of the southeast at around 5 to 15 here through the day. Tonight, partly cloudy this evening. We could catch an isolated shower or thunder shower after midnight tonight. Our low down to 57 tomorrow. Mostly cloudy. Chance of afternoon and nighttime thunderstorms are high tomorrow. 81 on Friday, scattered thunderstorms, high of 83. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it is 66. The next KCJJ radio auction happens this Friday morning, beginning at 6. For a list of items, see our website at 1630kcjj.com. Back with HawkFanatic.com, I'm Tommy Lang. And for Captain Steve, Pat Hardy's here. And the returning Tom Suter. Yes. And I just uh, looked at the Daily Iowan story that guy had talked about, and they just mentioned players who didn't play in the series. So that doesn't... Yeah, that's And, not... you know, it's probably connected, but to me... In, in le- unless you know. Unless you know for certain and have verification, to me, that's a little dangerous. It's, yeah. It's speculation. It's a lot of speculation. I'm glad we didn't say it on the air then. Yeah, no, I, I mean, well, I mentioned, I mean, the pitcher's name has been... It's well, like it's I said, been up there. I'm not going to mention the other two right now because we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Like I said, it's probably connected. I will get, but until I don't, I don't know. I just, I think there's times where you got to be careful what you, what you write. 
like putting out a story about Iowa women's men's and women's basketball doubleheader in Des Moines and when you don't have the opponent? I don't know if that was a story, was it? That was just a tweet, wasn't it? No, um, it's a story. It's a story. Oh, it's a story? It's okay, a story. yeah. I, I mean... The tweet takes you to a story, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't... I mean... But, I mean... Who they play? Why? Yeah, what, whatever. My guess is he got tipped off about it and wanted to beat... Probably wanted to beat Iowa's release that's coming out just to try to get One traction on Twitter. One of your sources... Well, I mean, to me, I, to me, I would wait until you find out who they're going to well, play. Because yeah. if you read that, like what you're saying now as a fan, okay, well, who are we playing? It's kind of, but the the rush to be first is out there. I mean, I'll keep an eye on it, and if they issue, yeah, it I kept, the kept show. I keep guessing at some point we'll get an email from Matt Whitehill saying what it's going to be because this has happened before where you find out the university is going to release something, you get bits and pieces of what it's going to be, and you tweet it out and try to try yeah. to because then that brings people to you, and you know you got yeah. them on your yeah, Twitter. For- Playing Blackhawk Community College, I'm less excited than if we're playing Duke. Yes. So my guess is they're not playing Duke. I guess it'll be probably, <laughs> probably not before. somewhere in the middle of Blackhawk and Duke. Yes, somewhere. <laughs> I just hope it's some. In both cases, if the men and women are both playing, I just hope it's decent opponents. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope it's just not. Hey, drive to Des Moines and watch them destroy Savannah State and. Northeast Louisiana or something like that. To me, that will be, and I don't think they would do that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to look at the glass half full and thinking, maybe they are gonna play someone decent. So do you hope it's something like a double a twin bill with Drake? Would you like that? The thing was that though is they are the women already played Drake. They did last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do every year. They uh-huh. they go back and forth. So yeah, I would like I would like that a lot, but I, I'd rather see it at the Nap Center to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I just don't want it to be like Iowa versus Omaha. Yeah. Do you want that? Yes, no. Or Iowa versus North Dakota State. I, I, I'd rather have it be like Iowa versus Xavier, Iowa versus Creighton, yeah, yeah. Iowa versus Kansas State or something. Or a but, Big East opponent or but an But my ACC guess is it's not going to be that. Probably not. But we'll see. Unless there's some arrangement for a return visit, because if you're Kansas State, like why would you come up here? To play in the oh, exactly. without a return date. Exactly. Maybe and how Kansas do you City. do a return visit? At an, and, cause Maybe it's, you do it in Kansas City next year. Yeah, that like would that. be the way to do it because in fairness cool. to Iowa, this, isn't, this is still sort of a neutral site, mm-hmm. even though it's in the state of Iowa. It's not a home game for Iowa. So, yeah, maybe if you're doing something with like a Kansas State or something, you'd play them in Kansas City at, at, at a future date. So, who knows? Let's go to the phone. Hello. Hey, no, this is just uh, something I thought would be interesting. I don't know if they do it or not, but do the men and women ever scrimmage each other? Just for fun. Well, it, it, it's, well, the women scrimmage against men, but not from the men's basketball it, team. No. no, but it's funny you bring this up because um, Brad, um, the NIL guy, uh, is, is trying to put together uh, an exhibition game where the teams would divide up, divide There'd up, be men and women divided on each team. Oh, and they, nice! And yeah, wouldn't that be fun. great? And then they'd also have a skills contest, like three-point yeah. shooting, free throws, and stuff like that. Obviously, you're not going to. I just didn't contest. know if the you know, being inside the arena and close to the team and stuff, it's, it's like maybe, you know, practices are kind of getting close to each other and they just kind of throw a 20-minute game I would, together. I'm going to say not so. officially. Well, but I, and they, I don't want to take anything, but it would be really hard for the women to compete. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think we're getting a little carried away with how good the women are. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Caitlin Clark is great, but the women aren't going to be able to compete against the Iowa men. No, this has been done before, and Viv, one of Vivian's teams played against the, the Iowa team in a scrim—not uh, a scrimmage, a practice. They couldn't get the yeah. ball up the court. Yeah, I mean, it's just completely different. Five, five on three. 
<laughs> well, possibly something like and that. And I'm not saying they haven't shot around at the field house like in their off hours or something like that. I bet there's been some some mixed activity. Well, I vividly there. remember the field house, and uh, as a kid, I mean that's where you lived. Sure. And uh, the men and women they were up there multiple times, just throwing it around. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I actually had yep. people ask me this year how close they think the game would be against the men and the women. And that's, Not speaking close. Of, that's just a stupid question. Being being a kid in Iowa basketball and football and stuff, uh, when I was a kid, I got in trouble big time by the parents because I, or I, uh, oh, what do they call that? Directory assistants. Um, like, I don't know, every basketball player and probably half of the football team looking for their phone numbers to call them. And none of them were. And back then it was like 15 cents to dial that. Yeah, it was real easy to get. Yeah, yeah. Like eight bucks on your phone bill was a huge thing. And I, I didn't, I was in trouble. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, thank yeah. you. All right. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing your sordid past with us. Yes. <laughs> back when you could look up phone numbers really easily. Doesn't the campus. Iowa softball team play today? They do. 4.30, they play, is it Maryland? I think it's Maryland, yes. It yeah. is. And actually, eight, Pat, thank you for bringing that up. Eight we versus have, nine, and it's in Champaign, Illinois. If, if I can get to my email here real quick. And um, this is the first round of the Big Ten tournament? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's today at 4.30. It's on the Big Ten Network. They also today released, uh, in the last few minutes, a couple of postseason honors. Uh, Nia Carter selected first team All-Big Ten and earning the Big Ten Sportsmanship Award. Well, good for her. Yeah, I've interviewed her. She definitely deserves that. Uh, freshman pitcher Jalen Adams voted to the all-freshman team. So, a couple of all-conference honors for Iowa softball. Coolness. Now to the phones. Hello. Hey, Tommy. How you doing today? Good. I think you ought to be a permanent fixture on the sports show. You bring a lot to the, ga- to the game. Well, thank you. So, is this your brother? Hey, no or... problem. Hey, uh, He's got interesting, a... interesting comment here. Just to follow up to the last couple calls. How long do you think it be before maybe, especially at Carver, uh, but in terms of this game that potentially might happen in Des Moines, this doubleheader, that maybe the women's team is the marquee game. In other words, the men play first, then the women. Uh, interesting. Uh, if they if it happens, it better happen while Caitlin Clark's here. Yeah. I think that's the reason that it would happen. I'm not taking anything away from I feel like they've done the a men's women's doubleheader at Carver where the women played second. Oh, they do. Really? They've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll make the women yeah. play. But, yeah, I mean, that could happen, and I don't – I mean, if they play a 6 and an 8 o'clock game, if I'm Fran, I don't care if we play at 6. I'd rather play at 6, to be honest with you, than play It's probably game. one of those traditions that needs to fall by the wayside just because, you know, it's for the equality reasons. And, I mean, the, the product here at Iowa right now, let's face it, it's really popular, uh, the women's basketball with Caitlin. For sure. It would just be cool to see, to see them be the marquee game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't yep. have anything against it. Uh-uh. Yeah. But, but it is ladies first. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> it's true. Hey, uh, you guys have a great show. Keep, I hope you keep it up for a long, long time and have a good rest of your week. Thank you. Oh, thank sir. you. I'm sure Captain Steve will have comments about your comments tomorrow. Yes. You think he's listening? Um, I don't know. Well, we'll he, tell him about it. He had some kind of a. They had some kind of an appointment. Yeah. Going, so yeah. So. So they but may, no, or may I not mean, be listening. I could see them, but like I said, I don't want to get too carried away with like the women are just surpassed. This is a very unique circumstance right now with Caitlin Clark. It's not like the men are garbage, you know. It's not like well, that's the other thing. I mean, the men have made the NCAA tour. I think. I think. I'm not saying this caller was shortchanging the men. No, Don't no, get me wrong, no. but but I did have people this year ask me, you know, what would happen if the men and women scrimmaged? Well, well the women the men, wouldn't get any rebounds. No. Caitlin Clark well, would have had trouble bringing the ball up against Aaron Eulis. Yeah, you think that's fair to say? Uh, absolutely. As great as she is, 
It's just you can't compare the two. I mean, she might possibly get it up. And if they leave her open from three, she's going to make a three. But, I mean, it's you can't physically compare the two. No. No. I mean, you imagine Monica Cezano trying to guard Philip Robracha. I mean, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not knocking Monica. She's a no, great player. She's a wonderful but player. I think sometimes we get carried away in the hoopla and we don't look at things realistically. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I did get asked that question a few times this year. And these people were serious. So what do you think about uh, Aaron Euless going to Nebraska? I thought it was weird. I, I did not expect weird that. Too. Weird is a good word for it. I, I thought it was it weird is. that he went there and I thought it was weird that Nebraska took him. To be honest with you. But, yeah. you know, Iowa hasn't seen the last of him, but... I just, um, it goes to show you that maybe Nebraska didn't get the point guard that they were hoping to get, or they have some issues at point guard. Because to me, Aaron Euless is a role player at best. We saw that he can't shoot. Well, we saw that. He's a good on-ball defender. He can handle the ball. He's just not a guy that you really have to worry about on defense because he's just not much of a shooter. And it'll be interesting to see how much he plays over there. Because I still think Aaron Euless would have played next year. He would have played some. He may have started next year. I mean, their point guards right now are Brock Harden, Harding, who's never played in college, and, and DeSante Bowen. Who's hardly played. Who's hardly played. So, I mean, it's not, I, maybe Euless didn't like what he heard in the offseason. Maybe Fran said, you know, we're going to play DeSante a lot more next year. I don't know. I mean, but. I'm sure he said we, gotta, we have to look towards the future. We, these guys need a, a lot of playing time. We're going to use you because you're experienced. But my guess is Euless would have started their season opener next year I, had he stuck I there. think so. But he obviously wanted out, and now he's going to Nebraska. I was almost more surprised that Nebraska took him than him going to Nebraska, if that makes any sense. But yeah. we'll see. Now, why do you think that they don't need his talent? Uh, well, they... I just didn't think Nebraska would want to. I mean, it's not like Aaron Euless is a superstar by any means, and right. you're taking a role player at best from a Big Ten border rival. I, I don't know. To me, there's other. To me, there would have been other candidates, and then you wouldn't have to have the awkwardness of taking. Well, I, I think you're you're right. I think Hoiberg probably quiffed on people higher up on the board and needs a veteran ball handler yeah. and an on and I'm ball not defender. He wants to stick it to Iowa, but I don't think he would mind. Well, I don't think it you're sticking Iowa. it to Iowa with Aaron Euless. And no. I'm not knocking Aaron Euless. I'm not trying to. He's just he is what he is. You know. So he comes out, puts up thirty-one 40, and twelve, starts yeah. making <laughs> just raining threes in. Yeah. And Aaron Euless ninth three, and we're in the first half. And then they finally, the Evan Bronze things finally did. Yeah. I mean, I've known for a month that he was going to come here, but he's been telling me not to say anything because he didn't know for certain, I don't believe, the circumstances. I, I think Iowa was trying to get some other guys. Yeah. And when they struck out on some other guys, they finally, Evan, yeah, he's going to be on scholarship. He's got two years of eligibility remaining. And, um, I know I saw I see some posts, some people kind of now he's only average. Evan Bronze is not going to come in here and average 15, 20 points a game. He's going to come in and give them a physical presence on the front line, a rebounder, a defender. And if you can get four to eight points a game out of him, great. Well, that's four to eight more points than we were getting out of Jelly. And yeah, uh, and they've added so they've added two six foot nine guys from the portal. And Ben and Francis had it. Cricky. It's Cricky. I heard that, yeah. Um, ben Cricky and Evan Browns, they're both 6'9, completely different types of players. Cricky's more of an offensive minded guy, average 20 points a game. So I think those will be two pieces that'll fit in nicely. But, and also, they tried to get other guys, but like Fran says, when you're in the portal, it's just like recruiting. You're going to miss out on a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. You get what you can. And they're, I mean, they're adding two 6'9 guys and losing a 6'9, a 6'10, and a 6'8 guy in a, a Gundalay 
Chris Murray and Philip Robracha. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Cricky, yeah. I think they're expecting to come in next year and do what Philip did this year. Philip needed that year of kind of adjusting and kind of learning to play around. Cricky's going to have to come in and hit the ground running and get them 12 to 16 points he's a game. He's got one year? He's got one year. He's, yeah. he's going to have to give them 12 to 16 points a game at least. Whereas Philip, that first year, they weren't expecting that. They will be expecting that from Cricky. Especially if Patrick has ups and downs. Because Patrick's going to be a lot well, more Patrick's expected. Patrick's career from, says he's going to have some ups and downs. And there's a lot more expected from Patrick next year yeah. because Chris is gone. They, they, need, they need frontline scoring. So, mm-hmm. but, but we'll see. But I'm happy for Evan Bronze because I know this is big for him to be able to come home, play in front of family and friends. He started, he played his freshman year at Regina, then transferred to West. And then he played two years at West with Patrick McCaffrey. So I just think it's cool that he gets to come home and realize a dream. I think it's great, and especially he adds to the lineup. Oh, without question. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not a great offensive player, but not everybody can be a great offensive player, and you do need guys to play roles. You need big, tough defenders and rebounders, and he can do that. Well, then Lord knows we've lacked <laughs> tough defenders. But, yeah, I've been, sitting on, been sitting on this story for about a month and a half <laughs> yeah. because it, when, it, when it first broke, I think it was the rival site that they used some unknown, unnamed source from Belmont. I remember Evan got back to me and says, please don't write anything. This is not ready yet. This story, that story's not accurate. It's not, it's not, basically the, that story was premature. So for about six weeks, I basically just said, hey, when you're ready to, when you're ready to get this reported, let me know. I've had a story sitting in our system for six weeks. And then he reached out to me a couple hours before it went public and Iowa announced it at roughly at two o'clock and he, he reached out to me that morning and says, Hey, today's the day, get your story ready. And I got a couple comments from him in advance. And then it, when it came out, but he said, he goes, please don't publish anything until Iowa. And that's fine. I don't yeah. care if I'm the third or the fourth one, to, but no, I've been sitting on it for about six that was weeks. Nice of him to kind of check with you and say, Hey, you know, well, he said he'd this. get back to me and I'm not, cool. and I'm not one of these guys. It's not like I was every week. Hey, hear anything. I left him alone. You know, and, then and I'll I, bet he appreciated he probably appreciated that. that. Yeah. I like the fact that he's an ex-Regina guy, technically. Well, he started at Regina. My alma mater. And I, yeah, he and could I be th- the next Mark Gannon. And he went to West High to play against better competition. Better competition, yeah. No, no problem with that. Yeah, there's a difference between playing like, seems like West a really good Valley kid. and you know, West Branch. He seems like a really good kid. And like I said, he is legitimate 6'9", 240 pounds. He's big. And he knows Patrick, so I think he's going to fit right into the culture. And he knows Fran, so I've got no problem with it. Of course, there's people on Twitter that are unhappy, but... That's There's always people on Twitter unhappy. True. It's so interesting the the way the basketball rosters are shaping up here in the Big Ten, and, and it's happening all over the country. But if you go through and look at the lineups, you don't recognize hardly anybody. Yeah. And it's really like Iowa's going to have six six new guys this year. They're going to have to put a new line on the lineups on the website where they say, like, where they went to high school. You know, it's got age, weight, and high school, and last college might have to be on there now. <laughs> yeah. That is an option. Yeah. yeah, they're they're losing three and gaining six, and they still have one available scholarship. But my guess right. is they will, they'll keep they'll sit on that. Maybe not. Who knows? A lot can still happen. But yeah, they got the four high school kids coming in, and I think at least two of those high school kids are going to play. I'd be surprised if Price Sanford's not playing some next year because he can. I shoot, would be surprised. And too. he's six seven, can play the wing, and he can defend multiple positions. And Brock Harding's probably going to have to play. So I mean, you've got him and DeSante Bowen because I think they would 
prefer Josh Dix play the shooting guard. I, I think so. If you could get a rotation with Dix and F- Perkins and then Freeman and DeSante Bowen, but if it's Freeman and DeSante Bowen, that's a lot of inexperience at point guard. DeSante They're didn't hurting. play a lot last year. Yeah. And as they got further into the Big Ten schedule, there were games where he never played. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of a growing up process at point guard. And as great as Brock Harding is in high school, he's still going to make an adjustment. Sure. There's still going to be an adjustment to the next level. Well, you know, being covered by the five eight guys in uh, high school to being covered by some six four guys That's who different. are fast and quick. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously. I mean, he, they did win a state title at Moline. More happy for them, and mm-hmm. and Fran wouldn't have recruited him if he didn't think he could come in and help. But he's going to have to come in and with the way this roster's made up, he's going to have to come in and probably play a significant role. Breaking news. Okay. Is this it? The University of Iowa men's and women's basketball teams will play a doubleheader at Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines December 16th. Hawkeye women face Cleveland State. The men play Florida A&M. Tip-off <laughs> times to be announced. Yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> just exactly you what you said Flo- you didn't want to I say. Just, Florida what? A&M is not the challenge you were I mean, I'm for? I don't want... I'm not going to write a column ripping it, but I... <laughs> Are you going to go to Des Moines for that? Might. If you live in Des Moines, it's probably a big deal to just see the Hawkeyes play. But a you game would go there. for everything but the game itself. Just I Des Moines mean, fun. I mean, yeah, you. I like Des Moines. Yeah, I do too. I love visiting. So there. would you go there and maybe spend a night in Des Moines and go to Perry Meadows? I mean, you're not going to just drive maybe. four hours to watch Iowa play Florida A and M, are you? Might. There's got. Yeah. See, I that that I don't understand. Well, I'm I'm a, I like watching them play. And I just I, think I they, prefer being live than being on TV. I just think they missed an opportunity here. Well, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. It's just as a fan, I like to watch the games in person whenever I can. So what oh, of, I don't mind watching the games in person, but I don't want to drive four hours. To what see kind of it. crowd do you think will show up for this? Do you think because it's I think most of it will be, be Central Iowa. I think he's yeah. an exception. I don't think a lot of people will be driving two and three hours. Maybe I'm wrong. But, I just but there's a lot people. of people in Central Iowa that can go to that. I was going to say, how many people do you think? I mean, as for how full it would be, you think? Maybe somewhere between. I think some people will go just because it's a novelty. I think so, too. Yes. And they'll just, oh, yeah, the opponent sucks, but whatever. And I don't want to badmouth the opponent, but I just was hoping it would be a better, what, better um, I don't know anything about the Cleveland State women. I don't know anything about the Florida uh, either one. <laughs> well, Florida A and M, I don't know, but they're it's they sound like a, a NCAA team to me. Sure, well they are. Florida A and M's been around for yeah. years. And you mean like I the mean, tournament, look, or they're in the NCAA? No, tur- tournament. Oh, okay. Yes, look up uh, conference <laughs> champion. Look up Florida A and M. See what they finished right last year. I just, but this is what eight, I. What about eight and thirteen? Would that impress you? That'd be well. It'd be impressed me that they only played twenty-one games. Eight and twenty-three. Yeah, I don't know anything about Florida, and they used to be. I thought they used to be good in football, like in the fifties. They have not won a conference championship since two thousand seven in okay. basketball. It's not a good. Sign. What was yeah, their record last year? I'm trying to find that. Oh, here we go. Twenty twenty two twenty three. I've got to click on a different. I one. was just hoping it. What, would what's be... their nickname? The Rattlers. The Rattlers. Oh yeah, I've they seen... were seven and twenty two. <sighs> See, I mean, I was close. <laughs> I I just don't get it. <laughs> I think they just took a game from Carver and just moved her over there. One of the because they've got enough of those games over here. Yeah, you know yeah. they sure might. They probably get more people in Des Moines than you would here. Well, how many does it seat? Wells uh, Fargo. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it's comparative to like an NBA arena. I've been in there a couple you times. You mean for like concerts. ten to twelve? Probably, yeah, at least. I saw Weezer and uh, the Pixies there. Weezer really? <laughs> by choice? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was a birthday gift from my sister. It was a great show. 
Was she mad at you? No, I, I wanted to see Weezer and, and the Pixies. Weezer. I want to see Big Head okay, Todd. Okay, now, it's your fault if we drift here. What about Big Head Todd? Did I just hear you Big say Head that? Todd, the Monsters. Big Head Todd and the Monsters and Blues Traveler coming to Cedar Rapids in August. I want to go to that one, too. I both of them. Hello. How are we doing? We're doing okay. We're almost, right. we're almost so, drifting. I'm trying to figure out who the new, new guest host is that came in there out of the blue. His name's uh, Tom Suter. Decided yep. to come back from some casino in, in Madrid or something. We brought a gambling uh, but, expert uh, in. There you go. The uh, Cleveland State matchup will be a good one, I guess, for the women. Um, you know, they were 28-4 and four last year. Okay, I mean, it was that... in the horizon. You know, I get it. But uh, the backstory on that one is Kleinsmeyer is their head coach, and he's a native of Iowa. Okay. Um, he graduated from Iowa State. So it's interesting that, you know, I get the, the crowds always complain, well, it's hard to drive over from Des Moines to, to Iowa City for a game, you know, when it's late at night. But then – with all the women's games probably being sold out, are you losing out on them? I mean, I think they'll sell the women's portion out. Unfortunately, I don't know if they'll sell the men's portion out. I bet they, it's a two-for-one. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably have to buy a ticket to both. I didn't I look too closely. So. I, I agree, same, I agree but I think some of those people will buy it just for the women's game. And just leave. Not the men's game. But, you know, just my opinion. Do you have the story called up? Uh, See if it says anything about that. Uh... No, it talks about Caitlin Clark. We're excited to play there, says Lisa Bluter. Hawkeye okay, men. Uh, we look forward to returning to Des Moines for this unique event, Fran McCaffrey says. Yeah, nothing about anything like that. Like how tickets tickets will go on sale May 24th at 10 a.m. at HiVTix.com. So this must be a Hy-Vee sponsored event. Hy-Vee sponsored. Who so plays first? Does it say who plays first? No. Good times to be determined, it just says. Because I could easily see playing that men's games first, especially if... Is, it, uh, is this a Saturday? Yes. Yes, especially if Cleveland State... I mean, you, the caller said they were 28-4 and four last year. They have an Iowa connection. To me, that's the markup. Well, we talked about that. Maybe the women will be the headliner of this. Mm, I could see that being the yeah. case. The I mean, women should be the headliner in that contest, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, it's a yeah. better game. Caitlin Clark at home, basically, in her hometown, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and not to take away, but there is a big difference between... Cleveland State's, is, are they in the Summit League? They're in the Horizon. Horizon. That's a, obviously a lot different than Big Ten, but well, still, sure. they were, if they were 28 and 4, that's pretty respectable. 28 and 4 is hard to do. I don't care what, what level you're, you're at. at. Yeah. But Iowa should still win the game. Oh, sure. Yeah. But the, the, the men's one's going to be the tougher sale, especially if you're playing it second. That's why I could see them playing the men's games first. Yeah. And then people start showing up to see Caitlin and the women play. Yeah. You'd rather have that than people. I mean, it's bad optics. I hate to use that term because it gets overused. But if you see people leaving after the women's game as the men are getting ready to play, that just looks bad, you know? It does. So, yeah, I'd put the men first. No, yeah. I could see uh, going to that. Yeah. Be a fun weekend in Des Moines. So, what is, we imagine prime time, but I guess we don't know for sure, do we? We don't know anything. It doesn't have the times or anything? Nope. So it's times to be determined. So, I mean, it's possible it could be a 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, or, you know, 1 oh, o'clock, yeah. 3.30, too. Yeah. I wonder what the TV situation, Big Ten Network, maybe? Um, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Or BTN Plus, probably. Oh, well, let's see. That's yeah, I don't like Big that. Ten Network is, is good stuff. B- BTN Plus no is, bueno. is no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. And yeah. I have watched a lot of it because I buy it every I've got it for baseball right now and softball, yeah. So. I, I get it for basketball. Well, thank you, caller, for that. Yeah. This actually might be a unique situation where the men benefit from the women being there. Yeah. Where it's always in the past, it's been the other way uh-huh. around. 
And um, and then, like I said, I don't want to be a party pooper either. It is what it is. I just was hoping it would be a little better opponent for the men. I was actually hoping it would be two power five opponents, but that's not easy to do. No. Because like Tommy said, you may have to do, okay, if we come to Des Moines, then you got to come here. And then it gets a little more complicated. No, I think they just took a couple of games they would have played here and just moved them over there. I think that's all they did. Which, I mean, if you're going to get more people for it and could get some money out of sponsorship and make it a big event, do it. I've always felt they should do this. They're also trying to increase their brand in Central Iowa. Yeah. Well, sure. And let's also, you know, those 8 o'clock games against North Carolina, A&T, A&M, those are death. Well, yeah. that's what that Iowa-Florida A&M game would have been at Carver. Yes. Yeah. And it could be death at Wells Fargo. It, it could be. I mean, it depends on if they play it first or second. But, but no, the Cleveland State game, I mean, I did not realize that they were that good in women's basketball. And we've talked about the Big Ten Network and the scheduling of having weird start times at like 8 and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and how people can't come in from Des Moines for it. This is a chance for people in Des Moines to get to a game where they don't have to drive to Iowa City and leave Iowa City at like 11 o'clock well, especially there could be weather issues yeah. you don't have to fight that yeah this, yeah, you're kind of throwing a bone to your people in Central Iowa but I think you're also doing this to increase your brand because you know Central Iowa Iowa State's 30 miles a couple up of the good road. teams up there too yeah, yeah so I think this is Iowa's way of saying hey Central Iowa we appreciate you we think about you and, and so here you go call it a turf war when you write the article turf actually, war actually I'm not gonna I'll just use whatever Iowa put Iowa's already got a story I just texted Dallas to see if he could post it I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna write a column or anything. I don't care enough about. To, I mean, I could. What are you gonna write a column ripping them for playing Florida A&M? I mean, well, no. I mean, let's look at it logically. Hawkeyes, talons, flying, rattlers. Yeah, that's what the birds prey on snakes. Yeah, but aren't like Cleveland State like Vikings or something? I can't remember. Uh, Cleveland State. I haven't followed I like Cleveland Vikings. State since. I think my niece's Didn't daughter. they have like a first-round upset that was a big deal? And I think my of... niece's daughter just graduated from Cleveland State. I'll have to find out when I get a – yeah, I think she just, and she might be going to Cleveland State right now getting her master's because they live in the Cleveland area. I haven't heard much about Cleveland State since Mouse McFadden played there back in the late 80s, early 90s. Wow. I think that's what his name was. Kenny Mouse McFadden. Yeah, um, tweet or Google Mouse McFadden, Tommy, and see what comes up. I will see what comes up, but um, Mouse but McFadden that was his nickname. I don't know if I, I've ever heard wow. that. Wow, I could be getting it mixed up with somebody else though. But but no, I think it's a cool idea to do something different. My only complaint is I just wish the men were playing somebody a little more attractive. A former way. basketball player attended Stewart Park High School in uh, Cleveland State from '85 to '89. Oh, God, he's a little older than I thought. No. about my age. Led him to a sweet 16. That's, that's how, what I remember. That's how I remember him, yes, because yeah, they were The Vikings, the, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was big during March Madness. Have you ever, You've been to Wells Fargo, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. I've been there. A few, have you seen a concert there? Didn't you see somebody there? I uh, don't think so. But that's the kind of thing. December 16th, you don't know what the weather is. So like, if it was bad weather, would you guys still go? Probably not. Because that December 16th, you just never know. Plus, the story doesn't have the... Uh, what I would like, is it going to be a 6 and an 8 o'clock, or is it going to be like a noon and a 2.30? Well, see, that's the question. And they might be scoring away the TV. I'd rather have noon and 2.30, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I think that would be more ideal, would be noon and 2.30, or 1 and 3, or 1 and 4, or something like that. Hello? Hi, Tom. Yeah. You saw Paul McCartney at That's Wells what Harvard. I thought you saw, Paul. Oh, that's right. I thought that's, that's right. For sakes. I, th- I thought <laughs> you did. It's the only time we've been to Wells Fargo, but it was memorable. Okay, that's what I thought you'd seen a concert Yeah, there. Good. well, good memory. All right, see you later. See you, Ann. We've we'll seen back. Paul McCartney twice. You saw him at Wells Fargo and where else? And at whatever they're calling uh, 
Is it Tax Slayer, the one in the mark? No, it's got some other name now. Hunter, what is it? Vibrant. Vibrant Arena at the mark. I saw McCartney at um, Cyclone Stadium. Vibrant Arena at the at the mark. Yeah. Hunter's okay. daughter does some marketing for them, so we have to get it right. I saw McCartney and Pink Floyd at Cyclone Stadium about a year apart. That would have been like late Yeah, 80s. Cyclone Stadium used to have concerts they all used the time. To have, they used to have great concerts yeah. there. Yeah, the McCartney concert I went to with a buddy of mine, and we taped it. And I've told you the story before, and we were going to keep that tape. And but all you can hear during the tape is my drunken friend singing all the songs himself. <laughs> so you can barely hear McCartney's voice. Then you hear, "Hey, G. that's all the tape." Bootlegging goes wrong because he had the you know he had the recorder out you know just every and it's just all right. So much for that idea. I think rerun got a really good copy of it though. But it was um, I, I do remember the Pink Floyd, the big giant pink pig came floating up in the up in the air at Cyclone Stadium. I got a good kick out of that. Yeah, that would have been 1989, and I think Roger Waters was still with. I, I think they may have still been together. I don't remember for sure. He may not have been there, but but yeah, Cyclone Stadium. They don't do that anymore, do they? I don't. You know, when's the last time there was a concert there. at Cyclone Stadium? It's been. They haven't it, done another one I at Kinnick know. since that one. Uh uh-uh. uh. What did they do at Kinnick? Was that? They did. Uh, that was gosh. Country. That's been five or six years. Was it Blake now, Shelton? No. Uh, Wasn't it some country guy? Oh it was yeah, country. But I don't remember who it was. It wasn't I don't Blake. Either. I thought it was Blake Shelton. I well, was, I know the backup. Right. The backup was. Um, uh, mean the opening act? Yeah, who has played at the First Avenue Club? It was C.J. Oh. Bethard's brother. Oh, oh yeah, Tucker Bethard. Tucker Bethard. Yeah, I've well, seen I, him at First Avenue Club. I don't, I don't know why I know the name Blake Shelton, but the reason I think I know it is he's also I, on uh, American, not American Idol. Yeah, the, the Voice. But I something. think that's who it was that played at Kinnick, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. And th- that's country, right? You know all yeah. those, but it sold. I mean, they sold a lot of tickets for it. You get all those those country men. They all sound alike to me anymore. I, wonder, I hate to be that guy, but they do kind of sound I wonder alike. why they don't do that more. To me, that would be a huge moneymaker for both. You would think. Hello? Thomas Rhett was at Pinnick uh, also. Thomas who? Thomas Rhett, okay, but he wasn't the headliner. Who was though. the headliner? It was Blake Shelton. Oh, it was. How okay. about me? How hey, about, you got it right. How about me knowing that? Wow. Wow, that doesn't yeah. happen very often. Well, Rhett was on his way up, on his way up now, so, or on his way up at that point. But. Okay. Good show. All right, thanks. Very cool. Thank you. So between 800 people, we got the lineup that played at Kinnick. Yep. Yeah, look at that. And I actually knew who Blake Shelton was, and I didn't call him like Bruce Horton. Or, no, nothing. I got his name right. Yes, I got everything did. right in that. It's amazing. I did everything right on that one. We got Tucker Bethard. Caller had Thomas Rett. Hasn't Tucker Bethard awful played over at the First Avenue? Club? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I've what you said. Yeah, because I remember said, seeing yeah. his name. Uh, I remember seeing him. that guy. Life is a highway. Oh, John Cochran. He was. I saw his name up on there a while back. I thought. Really? I thought he was there too. No, Maybe Ned I'm get, wrong. Ned gets Cochran? some good. Maybe I'm wrong. Good I could be wrong, but I thought Tom Cochran was there. Oh. Because whenever I drive by First Avenue, you'll look. I'll look up and see on the banner who they have have come. I would have gone to that if I. Was. And Ned's had uh, Bellamy Brothers there a couple times. Yes. I don't know if they just play "Let Your Love Flow." continually, you know, like on a loop. He brought in some National Rock Act for his birthday as a private show that I got to go to. That was yeah. fun. They played a concert there the night before. He gave him some extra money, and they played his birthday party at the private event the next night. You think he could ever and bring... he's had Marty Stewart's band there. What yeah. if he brings Roger Waters in? We'll send Steve. No, we'll, we'll see if Roger would come out here and do an interview. I would love to see an interview with Roger Waters and Steve, wouldn't you? I don't know if two hours would be enough. Would you? 
What is? A closed circuit concert. A closed circuit concert. 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 Oh, you can pick them more? At, the, at the theaters. I want to see oh, Roger like Waters the playing. In the, you watch it live. In I'd the rather see yeah. Roger playing in the Sycamore parking lot, wouldn't you? Well, that'd be great. Just fans heckling him. But do you think an interview with Roger and Steve that would be interesting? Don't you think? That'd be great. If you're into uh, fighting and yelling, Roger Waters and Pink Floyd. Yeah, I am into yelling. I'm more oh, okay. would be not interested in that. I'd be more interested the in the combat s- aspect. I would just be interested in them yelling and screaming at each other. It's fun when it happens because it would dissolve really quickly, wouldn't it? Maybe we can dissolve with this call. Hello. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Hey, Tech, tech, uh, tech Head Terry here. What's up, fellas? Hi, Terry. Um, the, the word you're looking for is devolve, I think, not dissolve. Devolve, yes. You're, well, wouldn't they both devolve. work? Devolve. No, no, they wouldn't both work. They mean two uh, different things. Yeah, I know entirely, what they mean. So. They I, do I know sound what they... similar, though. They do sound similar. But, hey, I'm not here to talk about uh, language or anything like that. I'm here to talk tech. Where's the big man at? It's, I heard the um, rumblings that maybe he's gone out to, to uh, some type of electronic stores to try to do some sort of tech up, upgrade to the show. I'm right. guessing he's... no. No, that guy's done. <laughs> Tommy, harsh. Well, that's what Steve would have had me a do. A quick trigger. Steve would not have kept that guy. Well, Steve would have yelled at him for a while, probably. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to mention this, by the way. You weren't here, Tom, but uh, Spiewak called the show yesterday. Well, he did. We didn't. He didn't. Just he didn't know we were on doing a show. Uh, uh, and dissolve does mean to close down or dismiss. So I mean, I think that word works too. I mean, but why? Well, the reason whatever. Rob called was because Jimmy Cerruto or Cerrito from Jimmy's Old Town Tavern was driving through Iowa and wanted to stop by the radio station oh. did he? and did say he? hi. He did at some point after Molly left last night because he left a card uh, on the front door. So oh, it had to be like bad. after nine o'clock last night. Well, I've met Jimmy. I, I would have loved to have met him, but yeah. he left his business card good for uh, complimentary wings. And I can tell you, Jimmy uh, puts out some mean wings. Oh, you've been to his place yes. in what is it, Herndon, Virginia? Yes, out in Virginia. It was with with Rob and uh, his family. Yeah. You think this is the tech guy? I don't know. Hello. Yeah, it is. And Steve would have talked to me as well, because Steve and I don't always agree on everything, but he believes in free speech. And I also was, I was calling in to give you guys a compliment and to let you know that I was actually incorrect about something for one, maybe the first time in my Uh-oh. life. Oh, well, I'm sorry I hung up on you then. The first time you've ever been wrong? Now that is impressive. Well, tech-related. In, in regards to tech, it's the first time I've ever been wrong, because tech is my life. And and so I, I take a lot of pride in that. But, okay. yes, I will admit that I'm wrong in this instance, and, and that is the fact that I am watching it on the YouTube. So I was critical of the audio and how poor the audio was. But it, when I go to the actual feed for the show and I'm listening on the website through the radio, it is a different feed altogether, and that is a totally acceptable feed. Mm. So maybe consider having that one on the YouTube um, but there is an issue where uh, Red Shirt Sunglasses does clip the mic sometimes because he gets a little bit animated and he gets a little too excited. I see. Come on, Pat. Mr. A- animation right there. I, yes, so, but you- where is the big man, though? Where is Steve? When can he come back? Because it's really fun to talk with him. And he no come, offense he'll be to back guys, tomorrow. He'll be Harry, back tomorrow. he comes back tomorrow. Why don't you give him a call when he comes back? I'm going to call him tomorrow, to and I'm going to let him know to, that I apologize. Hey, listen, in the tech world, you're only as big as your greatest failures and only as small as your largest successes and so i have to admit my faults and when i'm wrong sir and yes. uh, what kind of mics are y'all working with and headphones as well sennheiser mics yep and uh I'm tommy's got beats, beats. Headphone, those are my personal ones uh, got so- i have sony Sennies. headphones Ooh, Sennies. uh-oh my, my pants just got shorter when i heard you got sennheisers <laughs> my pants just got shorter all right see you fellas bye thanks there 
That was drifting. Sinnies, yes. That was drifting. But isn't Steve usually mean to him? Oh, very mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, that can happen tomorrow. So he tries to just get under Steve's skin, or Steve lets him get under his skin? Maybe a little of both. Because as far as dissolve, I was referencing, like, fall apart, you know? Yeah. Unravel, and the dev- Here, I'll look, we'll see if I was... I'll tell you what the definition is. You were worried is. about us just going off, rambling and going off topic. And- Here, we've been doing so well oh, we staying were- on track here today. We did a little bit of everything. One definition of dissolve is close down or dismiss. So that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. And um, but whatever. I mean, and then the other definition is, uh, it's of course with reference to a solid becomes or be, becomes incorporated into a liquid. Of course, that's what that's, we know. Yes. But it's got two meanings to it. But whatever. That guy. Well, just- so other uh, women's basketball news. They're going to be uh, doing a thing overseas this year in August. In well, yeah, we've known Italy about- and Croatia. Yeah, we've known. Have they released it yet? Uh, they released the date. I'm not sure. I don't know specific. if I was, but Lisa's. I I remember Lisa talking about that before that they were they're going to be going overseas and the men are going over. But yeah, Italy, Italy going, and Croatia. Both teams so. are going overseas, but I don't know how much news that is. But I don't know if the university. I don't remember posting anything from the university yet, and um, but I did hear. I don't know where did. Where did that come out just a couple days ago? Did so was so just a couple days ago? I I can't remember. Was somebody um, quoted saying something. It was, it was just a little more specific information. We knew that they were going to be going I overseas. guess, yeah, we knew they were going. This is just the day, where they were exactly going. And, no, that's great for both teams. It's a great experience for both of them. And, um, God, with all the new players, it's, you know, for the men especially, it's going to be great to get them, you know, see what Fran, see what he's got. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be fun for these players. I remember when the 86-87 team went to China, and then they came back and won 30 games. I remember Halas told me he went on that trip. The Gazette paid for him to travel. He traveled with the men's team over to China. He was over there for like two weeks back in, I think wow. it was the summer of 86 when they were over there. So, but no, well, that's Tom Davis' first game, right? Yeah, that's yeah. got to be neat experiences for those kids, though, to, oh, to be able to absolutely. go over and do stuff like that. So, no, I think that's cool. Very cool. And I, like I said, I don't want to give the wrong impression. The Wells Fargo thing is, I, I, I like what they're doing. I just, like I said, I just wish the men's opponent would have been a little bit more. Intriguing, but if you're going to play Florida A&M, put it somewhere else. Try to add to it by changing the venue, I guess, a little bit. Make it more of an event. Well, it makes it more interesting. It does. But the game itself will probably. I mean, what'd you say they were seven and twenty-three? Seven and twenty-two, I think. Yeah, seven and twenty-two. And I had speculated eight and twenty-three as kind of a joke. And there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that would be one of those games over at Carver where oh god, a snooze fest. Yeah. Big Ten Plus started eight. Yeah, yeah. Overestimate fest. the crowd size when they release. And it. the game itself could very well be a snooze fest at Wells Fargo. But the difference is that it will be at Wells Fargo. It'll be something different, you know. And some people like you, maybe somebody from Iowa City, will go and spend the night and spend Friday oh, night. night or Saturday night in Des Moines and make it more of a of a weekend type thing, you know. There's good places eating, fun stuff to do in Des Moines. Tasty mm-hmm. tacos. Never had t- tasty tacos. Well, you should. Um, I would recommend the Chicago Speakeasy for a nice dinner. That, yeah. That's good for a sp- uh, good for dinner. They I have good prime like rib. Place. They used to have a great prime rib special. But if you've never been to Tasty Tacos, you should try it. I don't even have family involved in it anymore. Mad Meatball um, is good too. I like the Mad Meat. They moved. They have a new location. I God like rest the their meatball. souls. My my cousin passed away recently, and her husband Andy, who Steve 
uh-huh. went to college with and whose family owns Tasty Tacos. Andy's been dead for a few years, but that's always. But I would promote Tasty Tacos even without family connection because they've got great tacos. I've enjoyed Tasty Tacos and I've eaten oh, them. Oh, they're, they're good. Well, we use their mix when we make tacos. I have that at right home, now at home. It's fantastic. Yeah. It really we, went lo- we went to the location that overlooks the Capitol. Yeah, that's the yeah. one that my cousin and um, they, that's the one they used to run because they used to live in the big white house next door to it. And they've got like eight of them in, in Des Moines. But, um, but yeah, they're all tasty. They're all tasty. The thing about tasty, yeah, the meat and everything, it's the, it's the shells. It's those, you've, you know, those fluffy deep fried shells. They're just incredible. Oh, that's the ones that, uh, Perez family tacos. Had. But they're, they're way bigger than the Perez Are family they? tacos. And they got a little, I love both. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're probably two, three times bigger than the Perez family tacos, Ow. but I do love both of them. Yeah. The Perez family shell is kind of a mini version of what tasty taco is with a slightly different taste, but they're both great i wish the that place closed down on yeah where the what's what's where the lou henry yeah what's there now do you know i i all i saw is they're tearing it out a couple of weeks ago you know so they they're were, tearing the building down well no i mean they're working on the interior okay to make it into it's something been today. so many different restaurants yes. over the last 10 15 remember when it was ride yes yeah and I used to go there. They used to have really good breakfast skillets. I think it was Lou Henry when I used to, I used to live on the corner of I when Johnson. I went there a few that, times when it was Lou Henry. That well, building that looks like a cube almost. I used to live in that. And it's like right across the street. And yeah. I think it was Lou Henry. We'd go there for breakfast. The problem they have well, is there's I'll, nowhere to park. I'll take you way back. It used to be called, when I was a kid, it was Doug's Diner. And they also had gas out front. <laughs> oh, I could see that. I could see where they would have gas in that uh-huh, setup. They did. Yeah. Was it good food, Doug's Diner? Oh, yeah. Get that place a liquor license. That thing would make some money. Maybe the problem is there's just nowhere to park. Yeah, I know. yeah, it is a problem. And I do think they expect a lot of walk up. And the other problem, it sounds like they can't put signs up. No, they can't. That's weird. That's I guess well, it's that's an Iowa ordinance. Yeah. Isn't that the original Midtown family restaurant yes. location too? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I was really happy when Perez Family Tacos moved in there. I went there a couple times, but now so is there not a is there not a Perez Family Tacos right now? N- not that I know of. That would actually be a good location for Midtown. Because it's well, midtown. It's in the middle of the two. Yeah, it's in the middle of the two. But the midtown where they are now have much better parking. Oh, way bigger yeah. parking. Yeah, yeah, a lot more parking and stuff. Yeah, because I mean, and I bigger. was at, I was I don't live too far from the midtown off Scott. I went there the other day for breakfast, and that parking lot was packed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was, and you see Casey's is they've taken out all their gas pumps. Put in liquor. No, or the deli mart. The, no, the Casey's down where I where I live. They've taken out. They got big trenches. They're they're oh, wow. redoing all their gas lines. They're still open if you can find a place to park because I went there this morning and had my first piece of Casey's breakfast pizza. Wow, is it Isn't good. that fantastic? It was incredible, and I'm stuffed. Yeah. I had one slice of pizza for three nineteen. It was really good. Oh, no, I never had it. Absolutely delicious. So you, uh, obviously, Oh, I, my gosh. First yes. time I've ever... I'm like, you know, I'm hungry, and I, can't, I needed to get something. I can't remember. So I went up there, and I'm like, you know, those look good. So I tried. And I think I remember you saying something oh, about it being good. It was fantastic. lights out. It I mean, is. It was really, and it was hot. They had just put them up there. Yep. It had a little sausage. I know it was real. I would highly recommend Casey's Breakfast Pizza. And yeah, it's as good as it gets. Yeah, no, it was good. And I'm not a huge breakfast pizza fan, but this was good. If it tastes like that, you, you are. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like I said, it was warm and it had, it tasted like pizza, but it also tasted kind of like breakfast. Yeah, that, it's just, that's, and that's kind of, because I've had bad breakfast pizza. The before. sauce is fantastic. It really is. I'm not sure what it is. Is even that the one David Portnoy said was too bacony? 
Who's David Portnoy? He's the guy from Barstool who does uh, the yes. pizza reviews. Yes. I, I How do you have a two bacony? Well, you can't have isn't. enough bacon. It isn't. Yeah, I don't pay attention to Barstool. Idiot. <laughs> I haven't paid attention to Barstool Sports for years. They were in town for a tailgate show or something once. I mean, the Barstool Iowa thing, I blocked them a lot. They, I just, I don't, are you a Barstool Sports fan? No. I'm not They actually, all. Barstool Iowa had some of the best storm footage from Sunday night. Yeah, um, I, Barstool, yeah, I just don't pay attention to it. I'm not a Barstool fan. Kylie Feuerbach had a really good video from her apartment. Kylie Feuerbach? Yeah, it was a, a power pole that got hit by lightning, and then it was like leaning. The wind was like 45-degree angle over Benton Street. It's a pretty cool wow. video, yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was not that bad in my neighborhood. The, the hail was never that bad. The wind at times was bad, but I was lucky again, lucked out. Because 20 miles south of here, they showed homes where it looked yeah. like it had snow. It looked like yeah. in the middle of winter there was so much hail. I had nothing like that. Steve and I were out here doing the coverage. Didn't do much. Good work. Here. Thank you. Tommy Lang driving a who knows how far to do the coverage. Actually, I waited till the hail passed. I was in my garage trapped while the hail was landing because I didn't want to damage my car. Yeah. Then I came out and helped Steve. Good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't know how big it was going to be because there were some that were like baseball size in Iowa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That ain't yeah. fine. No. Yeah. Luckily, didn't have any of that. But I guess if you get that and it damages your roof, you get a new roof and insurance pays for it. Yeah. But then your insurance probably goes up. Would be my guess. Well, I got a new roof a few years back because of insurance. Hell, I'm still paying. I, I bought a new roof without insurance. Without the, and I'm still paying it off. I mean, it was like $9,000. And we have got 50-year uh, shingles. So then I will be, you know, in my 100 and teens when we have to replace the roof. Well, I have to get my, my shingles shot. I have a Today. lifetime warranty on my roof. Yeah. I paid like an extra $1,000 for a lot. You know, I don't know exactly what that means. That Hopefully that means if far, five years from now when I call Five Star Roofing out of the Quad Cities, they're the ones who did it, that I, you know, if I have any damage. How I'm would you a, rate their work? Um, I don't know if I'd give them five stars. Really? A little, wow. a little more expensive than I, I'm look, when I look back. So it's a it, misleading I, name. I probably could have maybe saved a little money going elsewhere, but it was a really nice roof. It was well done. And I do like the lifetime warranty, but no, it was, like I said, I'm still paying it off. It was just under ten thousand dollars with everything, and I think That's I've got like, I think I've got it down to about thirty seven hundred now. I'm paying like one hundred and fifty a month on it with some company called Green Sky out of Birmingham, Alabama. I think it is. A lot of bills go to Birmingham, Alabama. A lot of my bills do. Hmm. You know, so. What to say about that? I don't know what to say either. about that either. What the hell? So. I don't understand it. Iowa baseball at home this weekend. Good. I want to mention Michigan State, who I believe is in second place in the Big Ten, I think. I thought they were behind Iowa. Are they behind Iowa now? Call up the Big Ten. Okay, I'll look it up the Big Ten. Stadium. I yeah. thought you read them off the other day and they were... I think we were just behind them. Maybe not. And softball, 430. standings. 430 today. Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network. Uh, Michigan State is a half game behind Iowa. That's what I thought. So they must have switched. Michigan so, State must have had a bad weekend then. So do we have to sweep it or just a good idea to, to get at least two out of three? Um, I think I was kind of in the sweep category now. If you, are you talking about for NCAA tournament? Well, or? I mean, if they let's say they win two out of three and then go and sweep Northwestern and then go and win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament, I think they're in. Okay. But I keep going back to last year. They were 17-7 and seven and didn't get in, but they didn't have the non-conference wins like they do this year. And they better not lose again to Illinois, Chicago. They can't afford another midweek loss. No. Uh, but I want to mention the game since we don't have a show Friday. Uh, 6.05 on Friday night, 2.05 Saturday and 105 Sunday and Karn, the forecast on Friday night calls for a chance of showers, maybe some thunderstorms, a high of 80 Saturday, 50% chance of showers, high of 82 
Sunday, chance of showers, thunderstorms after one, high of 72. So Those times be, could change, too, based yeah, on Yeah, based weather. on rain, exactly. The Friday game probably won't change, but the Saturday, they moved that one up to noon because they wanted to beat the weather, which, which, ended they up being a, which they ended up doing. That was the right decision. So oh, yeah. those times could change. But, yeah, I mean, this is a big series. They, yeah. can, if, yeah. if they cannot afford to lose this series. No. If they lose this series, they're going to be in trouble well, they got as far like, as making the tournament. It's Michigan State here, Northwestern, Northwestern there, and that UIC game in the middle. And then the UIC game on that Tuesday, um, next Tuesday, and then Big Ten tournament after that. So, yeah, there's still a lot of baseball left. There's still a lot of time and opportunity for them to build or to unravel. Yeah, and they're uh, if they're without Keaton Anthony, that means they're without arguably their best hitter, and that could eventually come back to haunt them. Do you think know. we're not going to know if Anthony's going to play until I have they no idea. release the lineup? No idea. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Iowa's going to be really unless maybe unless they release all the names, all the names, yeah. and release the suspensions. But my guess is, I, like I said, I don't know how this is all. There's just no protocol. New. I mean, there's just no precedent set in this, and I could see them. Not ever releasing the names of these kids. Mm -hmm. Or I could see, I, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how transparent they were. I thought they were pretty transparent the other day, but we were saying the only reason I think they did that the other day was because the Action Network had the story. I don't know if they do all that stuff Monday without the Action Network. What is the, because I'd never heard of it, but it's Darren Ravel, so it's like it's incredible. It, I'm just calling up on Twitter. It's, it's, it's Basically, it's a game. They oh, cover gambling. Gambling, gambling news. Gambling, gambling news. Okay. They Hence do a lot the of stuff. Action Network, I Yeah, guess. they do a lot of stuff like, and they do stuff like conference expansion, conference because that Brett McMurphy works for them. Uh -huh. now. Okay, yeah, and he's, he's the one who solid. just wrote the story about their hearing rumors. Sources are saying that Big Ten won't have to play Power Five teams in the non-conference. They do a lot of stories like yeah, that, they but do their main stories. stuff is gambling. Darren Ravel knows his stuff, and Darren Ravel's been a money guy. He wrote all the gambling stuff for ESPN, and um, I have no idea why he left. Well, ESPN's cutting. I'm not saying his job was in jeopardy, but ESPN's getting rid of. They're doing a lot of layoffs, and so is Disney. So maybe there was just a better opportunity for him at the Action Network. I mean, I haven't heard of the Action Network prior to this because I'm not a gambler. I don't follow any of that stuff. Mm -mm. But they've got 200,000 followers on Twitter. It's obviously a prominent website, and they're the ones who happen to break the story. My guess is somebody from the Action Network heard all these rumors about gambling in Iowa, and they put two and two together and called the Racing and Gaming Commission, and that's how the story came to be. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> because their story said that the Gaming Commission responded to them in a text message confirming that they were investigating Iowa baseball. Now, the initial story by the Action Network said nothing about Iowa State or other sports. It just said baseball. That was the initial story. Then the story kind of developed grew, from there, yeah. kind of grew from there, expanded and what have you. So, but, And then the Action Network came back. They were the first ones to quote the president of the gaming commission saying that there's no reason to think that any of the Iowa sporting events were jeopardized or compromised. So speaking of betting, uh, Vegas has Iowa at uh, projected 7.5 wins. They do that every year with Iowa. Yeah. That's about, yeah. It's, I mean, that's just uh, Iowa football. Kind of is. They yeah, are probably going to win is. between seven and 10 games. Huh. Yeah. yeah. What will be interesting is the year after. With probably no Cade. Probably no Cade. And um, the defensive line gutted because Shannon's going to be gone. Evans is going to be gone. Logan Lee's probably going to be gone. Uh, 24 is going to be an interesting season because then USC and UCLA come in. There's probably no divisions. 
they got to take advantage of this year. They really they have do. to take advantage of this year because of the schedule and because of the circumstances. They really have to take advantage of this year. Can you imagine the Big Ten schedules out? comes out for 2024 and Iowa has to play US at USC at, at UCLA, Ohio State at Ohio State I don't think they would ever have a team have to play at USC and at UCLA in the same year maybe I'm wrong I think they're going to try to at least appease them a little bit but there could easily be a year where they play in Michigan Ohio State USC sure yeah and Michigan Penn State at home yeah, that's why you have to. Somebody's going to get that murderer's row. <laughs> that's why you have to take advantage of this year because it's never going to be the same after. It'll this be year. somebody like Indiana gets stuck with it. You know, they have to play all those teams. Well, I just love to see USC playing it like Indiana, at like in no- late mid November on at eleven a.m. on a Saturday. Think of yeah. nine a.m. California post Thanksgiving. You're game. playing in Bloomington, Indiana. That's not what these USC athletes signed up for. See, I'm I'm looking forward to. The- one of the Thursday night games, USC at Rutgers. Well, you're going to have yeah. some of that. You could see Iowa playing on Thursday nights. Or a 9.30 kickoff at UCLA or something like that. Yeah, yeah it like could a be late, that too. late game. Yeah, there could, well, 7.30 out there or 9.30 for us. Yeah, yeah there yeah. could be. Yeah, no, it's going to be really interesting after this year. That's why this year is so important. And McNamara does have two years of eligibility. He does. But I, we'll see. I would think if he's halfway decent this year, I would think at some point he's going to want to try the NFL. I think you in his head, probably he's. I want to put up good numbers, have a championship season, and uh, go pro. Yeah. Now I don't know if he projects as a pro. I mean, I, if, I don't know either. I think if he projected as a pro, he'd be yeah. going there now. Well, that's true too. And um, he's you know he's not real tall, and you can sometimes be a really good college quarterback who just doesn't project for the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I mean, we shall see. I mean, it's going to be interesting, but no. I hope he comes back for two. The twenty twenty four season is going to be very interesting because I don't think there'll be divisions. I think there'll be some type of quad stuff, and I don't know. I mean, it's going to be – it'll be a challenge. Not that saying this year is not going to be a challenge, but this is about as easy of an Iowa schedule on paper it, it as I've seen in quite some time. It would be easier if Iowa State was here, but last year they lost to them at home maybe, and they've won over there the last couple times they've gone over there, so – We'll see. I don't think that Iowa State game is a gimme, though. I mean, I, I no, I, never. I mean, I may pick them to lose that game. We'll see. I mean, I, I mean, they lost to Iowa State this year, and Iowa State wasn't even very good, and they lost to them Iowa at home. State was terrible. Yeah, and they lost to them. By the way, Sudi, you'll be sad to know that with you gone, we did not do the Derby picks last Saturday for a thousand dollars. I sent Steve a text. Did anyone win the thousand dollars? Somehow we we just forgot to, to have a chance well, to give she, away all that money. I think with the deaths of the horses, I think Steve was kind of sour. Maybe well, he was sort No, of, we were just we were never going to do it anyway. I think I got a terse <laughs> one Why were we not going to do it? Steve is sick of giving away the money. Oh, but I thought you quit doing that a while ago. We, we did. Yeah, oh, we did. yeah, we haven't done the derby stuff for I thought we did it last year. No. Uh-uh. Oh, no, good. we haven't done it for well, that's years. That's fine then. Good. But um, that's probably why nobody. My guess, it. though, Steve probably wasn't really because Steve was kind of down. They had seven horses die yeah. down at Churchill Downs, yeah, and uh, saw where somebody just said, "Oh, we've had a bad run." No, you had seven horses die in a week. That's not a bad run. That's a no. catastrophe. That's a uh, something's wrong. Something is definitely wrong. Now, some of them died of bone structure breakdowns. That's the risk you take. But the ones that died mysteriously, you got to find out what's going on. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. I, I watched the race, but man, I was like, I was praying through the whole thing that nobody would, no hearts would explode or no ankles would buckle or anything. It's just, it's tough. Did you watch the race? No. Mage. What a name, Mage. My sister was going to bet on it, and then we found out at Riverside you can't bet on horses there. Yeah. I, I, Why not? You can only, in Iowa, you can only vote on, boat, I'm sorry, uh, bet on horses at a tra- if it's got a track. 
So basically, Prairie Meadows. Of course, Iowa has so many stupid. We found rules that out five like minutes that. before the whole that family went like down a, to bet and watch the thing. That seems, wow. like, a, that seems like a dumb rule. It sure it does. Is. Somebody, it doesn't seem fair to the casino. It feels right? like somebody lobbied. Some money was exchanged yeah, there with uh, some politicians. I but think. it doesn't seem fair to the casinos. It seems like the casinos are losing a chance to make. No, some but money. I'm sure Prairie Meadows spent a lot of money on a lot of politicians and got yeah. that written in. And they have the monopoly on it now. Right exactly. Now. Yeah, I'm not a huge horse racing fan, other than the Triple Crown. Especially if there's a chance for a horse to win, like when American Pharaoh was that the last horse to win the Triple Crown? I was going to bet on the horse from Iowa. I can't remember what its name was, but it finished third. Finished yeah. third, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I remember it sounds like a Greta Van Fleet album. That's all I remember. And this is 50 years since Secretariat. You know, like Dawn of Age, or the something Preakness. Like that. They'll but they they did a tribute to Secretariat prior to the race on Saturday, and my guess is they'll do one of the Preakness and they'll really play it up for the Belmont, especially if Mage has a chance to win the Triple Crown. If Mage wins the Preakness and then goes into the Belmont with a chance to win the Triple Crown, then you're going you're gonna to hear so much about um, Secretari- Secretariat's run. What was it, two minutes and 24 seconds? Rem- but there were, weren't there only four horses? I, yeah, I think there were four altogether because the other ones just gave up. I think it was his time from the Belmont is just... No, it's unreal. I still say it's the greatest sporting achievement I've ever seen. Athlete, horse, whatever. I've never seen anything like it. How do you think the water horse would have done on on a track? Yeah, depends on the conditions. Not well. With a good on, mutter. Not, good mutter. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. the water horse is fine in water, but it, it, on a track, it would uh, it would struggle. Okay, it would definitely struggle. But but yeah, Secretariat, its time in the Belmont was just incredible. Did you watch that live? Do you remember watching the Belmont? Yes, yes. I do remember watching it too, and like I said, I remember my dad just worried to death that Secretary's heart was going to explode. Because it was going so fast for such a long period of time. But little did we know, it was a freak. It yep. was a freak of nature. Yep, I watched all of those. So I'm trying to see if there's any break. Any late breaking stuff? Well, like I said, this. Like we this, don't have a show Friday. We got to get it like in now. Like the schedule announcements and stuff like that, they always happen when I'm in here. Yeah, I know. And I'm bugging Dallas now, who's at work, seeing if Dallas can post it. But he's at work right now, so I may not be able to get it posted. But, you know, at this stage, it's not the news is out there. It's not like people are going to be, go, I mean, going and wanting to read a bunch of details about this. Well, they want to know who they play mm-hmm. and, but, and the times. Of course, you want to know who it is and when it is. We still don't know the times of the games. That's going to come out at a later date. Anything else? Um, I have one thing I want to add before we leave, though. God, it's okay. already 1045. Yeah. I know. Um, there is uh, – the iClub's doing some events this week, free events for the public. Uh-huh. Just come in. They're doing one in Des Moines tonight. Uh, 5 o'clock, they'll be at the West Des Moines Marriott uh, there in Polk County. But then tomorrow night in Cedar Rapids, Lynn County, uh, they will be at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cedar Rapids. That's a brand-new hotel at 5 o'clock. Cash refreshments, coaches panel, door prizes – Kirk Ferentz will be there, Tom Brands, Matt Gatons, other members of the Iowa athletic staff. And you can go to jointheiclub.com slash events. Again, that's tomorrow night at 5, Hilton Garden in Cedar Rapids if you want to go oh, check out cool. some Hawkeye stuff tomorrow night. Okay. So what is it again? It's the iClub's the- just doing some free events where you can, like, you know, the coaches are doing little panels and giving little Because they don't really do the iClub tour like they used to, right? Well, Hasn't that kind not, of- no, they used to do, like, all, all these counties and stuff. And well, yeah, I remember the media used to, a lot of the media used to cover every time Kirk or – Fran would go and speak. They'd they'd go there and try to turn it and try to get news. I think he might be at the one in Des Moines tonight too. I don't have as much information. Kirk or Fran? Kirk. Kirk. Fran's supposed to be at one of these. There was one last night in uh, where was it? Carroll County. Maybe he was at that one. I don't know. Oh, and then that four star forward from Washington D.C. announces two thirty tomorrow. 
Is that Donnie Freeman? But I'm almost—I've been told that I'm almost certain that he's going to Syracuse. That's kind of what I've read, and all the Chris, you know, the crystal balls and all that crap they have him going to Syracuse. From what I can tell, I mean, Iowa was one of his final five. You never say never, but I'd be surprised. By the way, for our Des Moines listeners listening on the podcast or online for us, uh, that event tonight's going to have Kirk Ferentz, Tom Brands, and Fran McCaffrey. Nice. So if you're in the Des Moines area, check that out tonight at five. Uh, at the West Des Moines Marriott. And if you listen on the KCJJ app, wherever you are, I can tell you from experience, it sounds freaking great. Yeah, even the tech guy said it sounds good on that feed. It really does. And, and we Terry, the tech to... guy, says it, and we got to take his word for it. His name is the tech guy. But he and Captain, they they uh, battle. Yeah, I battle with Captain, too. We all battle with Captain. There's friction Captain there. battles with Captain sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, oh, and then softball, you said today's at 4.30? 4.30, about 4.30, depending okay. on the other games and And they stuff. play Maryland, and that's in the Big Ten it's tournament. It's an 8-9 yep. matchup. Yeah, and I'm not sure what's going on track and field this weekend. The Big Tens aren't this weekend. Aren't, aren't they next Ooh, weekend? They, I don't know. Let me check. The I thought they were next weekend, I but, I, but next I could week. be wrong. Track is just so hard to keep track of because, I mean, they don't do anything here, and then sometimes they'll send some athletes to some event down in Florida and others to Arizona. I just track. I, I love what Joey's done with the track program, but it's not a fan-friendly sport. No, we were talking about that. We actually had one of the track athletes on a, a couple weeks ago. And, we had two on. And we, I kept saying, oh, you're, you know, Musco got rained out. And he's like, well, I wasn't going to race in it. Yeah, because they're two of the stars. Yeah, exactly. We had Austin Cressley. The they have star one runner. home meet, and the stars don't get to compete in the home meet. Yeah, and we had Cat Moody on after she won the shot put and discus at Drake, and neither one were going to compete in the Musco meet because they both had either stuff they were recovering from or stuff that they were preparing for the next uh-huh. week. Big Tens that, are this weekend. Oh, they are? Are this they are. weekend. Okay, yeah. great. That's the problem with Bloomington. That's the problem, though, with um, um, track and field. It's just not a fan-friendly sport. And Joey's expressed his frustration on me. He would love to be able to like do a quadrangular against Big Ten teams, have them come here, but the schedule just doesn't allow them. That's to what do blew that. my mind was that the best athletes on the team don't perform in the home meet. Yeah, the one home meet you have. That because just blows no my disrespect mind. to the home meet, it just doesn't mean near no, as I, much. No, I get it, but it's yeah, just, but no, it's fr- that's the one thing. That's track is the one sport. That and that where that happens. I mean, there's just always something more important. It seems like because I remember I covered the very first Musco meet when Larry Wazork started in the late '90s, or, and I was all fired up for it. Minnesota was coming. Then I was told, well, they're only bringing half their squad. Then I kind of realized what it was all about. Now the Big Tens, where are they? Uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Indiana. Bloomington, so it's May 12th. Okay. Which okay. would be what, Saturday? Yeah, I, I knew it was made. For some reason, I'm a week behind. Actually, keep, that'd be Friday. Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah, I keep thinking this is earlier in May than it is. I mean, today's the 10th, right? Yeah. 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 God, we're already a third of the way through May. I know. Should we take this call and hope it's good? Uh, Sure. Hello? Hey, hey, guys. Who picks the schedules on, like, the neutral site games? Because the ones that they've had up in Sioux Falls have been Colorado, Gonzaga, and Utah State. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, they're is that fantastic. Sioux Falls puts together, or is that, I think or Sioux is Falls that the schedule? That. And then... I think the Pentagon pays My for that. My guess is they all work together, but yeah, I think the Pentagon probably had a lot to do with this. Um, but I, as far as who did this thing with in Wells Fargo, I don't know how much Wells Fargo had to do with it, how much well, Iowa had to do Well, the tickets are on sale through the Hy-Vee website, which might be a hint as to who's putting this together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a solid hint. Yeah. All right, because I just... Uh, now, nothing's been announced down there, but the talk over in the Sioux City, Sioux Falls corridor is that uh, either Iowa or Iowa State could be coming back to the Pentagon this year to play Oklahoma State. And that was a rumor that people have been talking over here. 
Well, that would be great. Well, either, uh, yeah, either team would be great. But then they wouldn't want to have another conference game against Oklahoma State, would they? No, they're not. Oh. Yeah, no that that was for Iowa. The the uh, okay. for Iowa State, they were looking at I think it was Cal. Ah, uh, okay. And Cal has and that a double. And that, that's what the, all the talk is from all the rich people in Sioux Falls right now. So okay. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about that. I don't know I any not. rich people uh-uh. in Cedar Falls, but Iowa Oklahoma <laughs> State would have been a great game at Wells Fargo. Yeah, yeah, that would have been more interesting. Sure would have been, but. Yeah, I yeah I don't I don't know how they go about it exactly. I mean, I think there's groups involved, um, but no, that I think Iowa Oklahoma State at the Pentagon that would be another hit for That'd those be people. Fun, yeah. But they've done a couple of those. now. They kind of owe it to the people in Central Iowa. I think now that's kind of what they give them a good game. Yeah. Well, give the doubleheader. I like the doubleheader. I do like. I, it. Really, I, do too. I, th- I think it's a cool idea what they're doing. My only complaint is I just wished it would be a l- nothing against Florida A and M. Just wish they were playing a little more competitive opponent. For a second, I thought he said Florida Atlantic when he said Florida A and M, and I was like, "Oh, that oh, wouldn't Florida be bad." Atlantic. And then I heard Florida A and M. Florida Atlantic would be a problem. Yeah, because yeah. I uh, think they've kept most of their roster, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Those, those, yeah. most of those guys that seem like have been staying, they've resisted the portal for now. For now, so no, that would. All be right, a guys, call have a good one. Thanks, hey, thanks for the thanks. call. But um, I'll call that a good call. Yeah, well, he, he always has good calls. Strong. He hasn't ripped Nebraska in a while, though. No. Yeah, it'll be but he's he's a good caller. Yeah, we'll hear a lot from him during football season. Oh yeah, because these Nebraska fans are convinced that rules the answer and they're going to rule the college. Yeah, they're, they're like that with every coach they get though. Yeah, Wisconsin's going to run the table too. Yeah, whatever. Hello, good morning, Tommy Lang. <laughs> good morning, Tommy Lang, Pat Hardy, and Thomas Michael Suter. Well, good. He morning, got all of us. Southern Justin. He forgot Hunter once while you were gone. He did. Yeah. Why'd you forget Hunter? Hello, Hunter. He's in the other room. Yeah, I can't forget it. I can't forget about you. You did. Say hi to Molly also. Oh, Molly's in the other room, too. Hi, Molly Suter. Hi. I guess this means you don't have to do the lunch menu today, Molly. That's good. Yeah. How are you doing today, Southern Justin? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? How are you doing, Pat Hardy? Splendid. How are you doing, Thomas Michael Suter? Uh, if I were any better, I'd, I'd be somewhere else. Wow, you, know, you were baseball, for a while. Guess, <laughs> speaking of baseball, guess guess what? The Bros to Bees are going to start pretty soon. The Bees? I thought they lost their team. Yeah, I didn't think they had the Bees anymore. It's college team, but oh. college teams are pretty good, too. Like a semi-pro team that plays there now? I think Clinton did the same thing. Just the, so they have some kind of game in the stadium. So Clinton doesn't have the Lumberjacks anymore? No, Lumber they got Kings? Rid of, a couple years ago they got rid of them. Really? They, so how much they contracted, yeah. That's Mine, right. I do remember them losing all those. Minor League Baseball got rid of a bunch of teams That's in Burlington right. and Clinton got Is yes. that why Cedar Rapids always plays the Lansing Lugnuts? Probably. Now? I would go to see Cedar Rapids in Clinton when I lived in Cedar Rapids. It was a fun little trip and fun little old ballpark. Now you could go there and also go to the Wild Rose Casino. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Can we do a celebrity softball game while we're there Do if we do a show from the casino? That'd be fun. Yeah. Southern Justin can come up there for that. You could drive. Are you a yep. baseball player, Justin? I, I don't, I'm not. A, I'm not a baseball player, but I, I like to watch it. I think we ought to. Are you a pitcher or all, a catcher? I think we ought to all go to the to the bees game. Me and everybody. And I think it'd be a great idea. Road trip down to a bees game. I thought you, you said think? the bees weren't around anymore. Well, apparently, it's the semi-pro team. Yeah, I think or you and Tom, now. and I think you guys should go. Molly can go. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Steve Haluska. Oh, Steve would love to go on that one. Haluska, I'm sure he'd be. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, Don Patterson. <laughs> Don Patterson. <laughs> We all can enjoy a uh, 
we all can enjoy a hot dog in a bun. You think Don Patterson in, would in enjoy bun, that? not on bun. I think uh, Don Patterson might be intrigued, but <laughs> he's a, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> oh, you reminded me of something that happened yesterday. Ah. When Spiewak called back after we got off Hawk Fanatic, uh, the ghost called up on the other line and started trying to talk to him, and Spiewak was creeped out. Really? He, we didn't think that was going to be the reaction. He's like, that was a little creepy. So we, we scared Spiewak. Because of uh, the ghost. it was Gavin? The Gavin was talking to him. Yeah. Well, okay. I yeah. can see that. That was interesting. It's, it's an interesting so, reaction. So, Justin, this is a great phone call, great conversation, on topic as always. But what are the kids having for lunch today? Well, today for their Gina Cata, two of the heaven, McDonald's breakfast. Oh, wow. Wow. I never got that when I was at Regina. Wow, well, Nutrition Plus. McDonald's yeah. breakfast. Somebody had Domino's last week. <laughs> nutrition Plus. Yeah. French toast stick. That new Yogurt, private omelet. school waiver thing, probably. Probably. Yeah. You, you were being sarcastic, McDonald's right? McDonald's breakfast, yes. French toast sticks, yogurt, omelet, tri-tater. That actually sounds good. Wow. With assorted juice. Not really a lunch. That does sound good. More of a breakfast. But. So I was at the Regina Castle off of the Iowa City Schools, a pretzel beef hot dog. Pe- pretzel, pretzel beef, beef hot, hot dog. dog. It's, it's spelled P-E-R-T-Z-E-L. Pretzel. Pretzel. What? I think pretzel's probably accurate. Um, so it's a pretzel bun. Maybe on a hot dog, though? I mean, I've seen it for a hamburger, but. That's the only We're thing. confused by the lunch menus. Kill me. <laughs> How do you pronounce that word again? Pretzel? I would say pretzel. I would say pretzel. Pretzel yeah. logic. Yeah. yeah. Steely Dan. Pretzel yeah. beef hot dog, queso chicken feta bowl, mm. sweeted blueberries with wacky cake. That cake is crazy. Yeah. I'm playing the role of Captain Steve. Today, for the Burlington Iowa School Roll Having. Larry from Three's <laughs> Company would appreciate that cake. Kill me. And the Burlington Iowa School Roll Having cheese pizza. Yum. Tri Tater. Yeah. Yum. Garden salad and a whole apple. Oh. And that's lunch many. He's on Hawks Fanatic on the Mighty 1630. KCJJ. Thank you, Southern Thanks, Justin. Justin. Talk to you again tomorrow. That, um, the McDonald's breakfast, I read somewhere. They don't advertise with you guys right now, do they? No. I read somewhere on <laughs> Thanks for asking. that the McDonald's breakfast with hotcakes is probably the worst thing you can have as far as wasted calories and all the bad stuff for you. But it tastes so good. Oh, it does. I mean, uh, to get the three flapjacks. and the, But I think I read where it's got like 3,000. It's just everything that you don't want is in there. It's no monster. 3,000 calories? It has a lot. Something like that. No it, monster it, biscuit from Hardee's, though. Oh, those or, are good was that the monster dang. biscuit? I'm sure that pizza I had, that slice of pizza is probably not the best thing for you. But I guess if you just have one slice. But damn, isn't it good? Though? How many of those breakfast slices do you think you could eat if you were really hungry? Because e- eating breakfast pizza is different than eating pizza at night. Don't you agree? Yes, completely. And it's, you know, it's a different thing. And I've never had more than one piece of breakfast pizza, so I don't know how many. Yeah, but I had one. I have one piece, and, and it's, I was it's full. enough. I was full. Now, one thing with Casey's, if you look, sometimes... Some of their slices are way bigger than others. That's true. I mean, when I was there the other day, I was getting a slice of cheese, and I there was one slice of cheese that was twice the size of, and I almost took that one, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need that big of a piece. It was massive. It was almost half the pizza. They must have forgot to slice one of them. I was surprised that nobody had taken it. But no, I went there today because I think I remember you saying yes. that Casey's breakfast pizza was really good, and when I was in there, I'm like, what the hell? They just put it out. They had just put them onto the, and it was good. And you it, had a sausage one? 
It had sausage on it. It had egg on it. I think the bacon ones are even better. It did not have bacon. This one had sausage. I would prefer bacon. To be yeah, honest they have you. bacon ones too. Yeah, this I think one, it's better. I just grabbed the first one I could see, and it was no, it was good, and it was warm too. That was the. I was missing some stuff in the chat room. It wasn't scrolling for some reason. Somebody said Perez Family Tacos is going to move into the old, uh, the new building, going where the mill used to be on Burlington Street. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. They said they were going to try and put a restaurant in there, so that makes sense. So is that building, is it up yet? It's being built. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I remember driving by there, and it's being... Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Good, the chat room is to be believed. Because Derek, is, he puts out great food. Oh, I love their tacos. Yeah, I do too. And with that, yeah, there's Max capacity at uh, Wells Fargo, 14,000, by the way. Is that what it is? Oh, Man, wow. I, thought, I thought it held more than that. I thought it held well, like again, 16. chat room, I mean, might not be right, but... Um, but like I said, I don't quote me. I don't know for sure. I just would have guessed it held like 16 or 17. But um, did the mill have parking? Kind of. There was it's that little of, lot next to it. Yeah, is that lot a, still there? It was a problem. I think that's going to be part of the new building now. I don't think that's going to be My guess is they're expecting a lot of walk-up. Yeah. Par- parking was always a problem at the mill. Yeah. Because yeah, there's been times where I wanted to go and try that Estella's. Yeah. I've never eaten it. There's nowhere to, I can't find it. There's never anywhere to park. I mean, there's a ramp right across the street if you want to Yeah, but pay. I don't want to go to a ramp. And I mean, yeah. it'd be nice if you could just pull off one of those side streets and walk a block. Oh, I agree. But if you... but So um, many of those are metered now or they're... They're almost you know, all metered. Yeah. And they don't take change. Loading if you don't zones. have the app, you can't... It's just not as easy. Because I've heard good things about Estella's. How do you park for Iowa baseball, by the way? Do you use the app? No. I don't, don't mind have, the app. You don't have to. It's all free parking. Oh, after 4.30. Yeah. yeah. I usually go like beginning of the game or like early on so if i'm gonna get to a baseball game this year this weekend it's pretty much it. this weekend yeah. well they rarely play games before there's a tuesday s- game against uic next week i mean they rarely play games before 4 30 on weekdays where there would be parking and parking early in the season they start them at like there's a couple but most three. games parking's not an issue because yeah. most of the games where you would have to pay for parking well saturday sunday you don't have to pay at all and that's what i'm saying and then the games during the week are always at 605 usually uh, early in the season they're usually three. a couple there's like a couple but most games parking's not an issue like this game against Illinois State next week, I'm guessing it's at 6.05. UIC, you mean? Or UIC, I'm guessing it's at 6.05. Most of their midweek games are at 6.05 to where parking's not an issue. But no, I don't use the app for that. Are we done? I think we're done. I think we've done it. So uh, Thank you, Suter. Good, good bounce back. Great bounce back. Great to be back. Um, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. And Molly Suter is next. No show Friday. We'll be back Saturday with the Suter Man Show. We will. Okay.